Roll sound, Scotty. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Howdy, partner. Good evening, sir. Hello. We're travelling back to 1982 tonight. How old was you in 1982, Scott? 13. How old was you, Paul? Uh, 11 stroke 12. Nice. 11 stroke in a 12 year old. There we go. <laughs> right. Liam? I wasn't alive. Three years off. Yeah, twinkling the milkman's eye. Yep. We were talking in between episodes about the year 1982. Tonight's movie is The World According to Garp, selected by Paul. 1982, we decided, is one of those golden years. So what movies were out in 1982? What were we talking about? What was there? What, why was it a golden year? We had Blade Runner, The Thing, E.T., Poltergeist, Tron, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, yeah. Conan the Barbarian, Barbiturate. Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Bastard. <laughs> The Dark Crystal, Rocky Three. God, um, blimey. This is already... Tootsie, yeah. First Blood, Officer and Gentleman, 48 Hours, Annie, The Secret of Nim. <laughs> well, that's th- it's four couple of letters, isn't it, for Nim? Yeah. Good stuff, so. Um, Pink Floyd, The Wall, Gandhi, Sophie's Choice, Creep Show, Friday the 13th, Part Three. How great that you go from Pink Floyd to Gandhi. <laughs> Could you imagine watching Imagine watching both in a row? If you was a true Pink Floyd fan, you thought, you know, I'm going to get fucked up and watch Pink Floyd. <laughs> Gandhi. What the fuck is he doing? Uh, best little whorehouse in Texas. Um, I've been there. Grease 2. <laughs> Dead Men Don't Wear Plane. Steve Martin. Yeah. yeah. Airplane 2. Great film. There's just so it's, it's many. It's a cracking year, isn't it? Yeah. Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing! That was also a cartoon, by the way, and a comic. So we were early teenagers, Paul, when these were sort of coming out. It was also the dawn of the video age, really, for us, wasn't it, around about then? Yeah, Rumbelows, before Blockbusters. Yeah, but you know, those massive, great VCRs that we used to have with the remote controls that were on leads. Yes, (laughs) your Ferguson video star. Yeah, and you know, you'd go and rent rent the VHS's over the weekend and it would be these sort of movies obviously the yeah. fantastic time to to be a film fan but then also we were talking earlier about 1987 yeah, yeah which was ridiculously good for movies yeah Paul is our curator of the knowledge let's have a little look 87 Predator 
Robocop, Princess Bride, Full Metal Jacket, The Lost Boys, Lethal Weapon, The Untouchables, Empire of the Sun, Raising Arizona, Good Morning Vietnam, Fatal Attraction, Planes, Trays, Automobiles, Last Emperor, Witches of Eastwick, Moonstruck, Wall Street. Right. We, we, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. We were sort of talking about this before. Nowadays, film distributors try and make sure there's what, one blockbuster a month so there's no competition. Yeah. This is yeah. what we think is the reasoning behind it. it. It's not even monthly, I don't think. I think it's, it's not. Yeah, you, yeah, you've it's got, you're stretching. Yeah, buy monthly. You tend push. to get more. You get a few summer blockbusters and a few Christmas ones. Yeah. A lot of Americans want to get a film ready for the, like, just in time for Independence Day because of yeah. how much it's America. It, you don't get so much anymore of films released for Christmas. You might get, like, a film that has nothing to do with Christmas being released There's always that one time. Christmas movie and yeah. that's it. There's only yeah. one standout one. But, yeah, you don't get directors and that wanting to make... And like I said earlier, I think with the thing of social media and that is you, you're constantly wanting to be trending or you're constantly wanting everyone to be hashtagging you or something that you're always relevant so if you're thinking to yourself oh, what's the point in doing a gangster film right now if Spider-Man's just come out mm. no one's going to give a shit because we but in which I think has become and I think maybe think about it now it might be the reason there's a downfall in laziness in Hollywood with oh, let's just make Disney films a real-life film. Because you're like, oh, we're competing with things that we can't be... Like, we're competing with Marvel. We can't compete with that. We're competing with Star Wars that's coming out of this year. We can't compete. Let's just rehash shit yeah. in our own version. You're like, how many things could you literally think of making? Even if you stole some... Like, Aladdin that's just come out, which is mm. crap. Yeah. And Lion which they literally done scene for scene. Yeah, it's word for word, isn't word it? Word for word, yeah. scene for scene. Yeah. Pointless if they're going to be doing that then. Why not have gone, how can we do... How, same with Little Mermaid. Yeah. Like, why not look at it and go, what could we do? What if we made... Like, if... Take for Little Mermaid, for example. Um, they Obviously, they're going to be using a, a black girl to yes, play... Yeah, uh, big, big upset over that, apparently. Which, why? Mm, well, doesn't I, make a shit of difference. I get why. I know why. Mm. Ignorant people are saying, don't make a difference. Yeah. She, it wasn't nothing to do with her being white. She was Danish and a redhead. Find a red-headed princess Mate. anywhere else for little kids. She's a fish. Yep, yeah, no, well, she was a mermaid. <laughs> she's a fish. But Copenhagen <laughs> still has a statue. <laughs> Copenhagen, that meant a lot yeah. to that country. Yeah. They took it away and gone, we're going to have a white prince and a black princess as a fish. Who's going to play Triton? Right? Poseidon, the lord Brian, of the ocean. Brian blessed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you go in Greek mythology about Poseidon, he was Greek-looking, not black. He wasn't yeah, white either. The Greeks that thought him up, wasn't he? Yeah. So, <laughs> so they're going to chop and change something. Fucking think of something original. Just tell me, go, do you know, we're going to use what Little Mermaid done and gone, do you know, we're going to make our thing. own fucking film you look at and that. change whatever we want. Not go, we're going to call it Little Mermaid and have a black girl doing it. You look at those 20 or so movies that Paul sort of rattled off from 1982. Apart from, say, the Star Trek 2. Mm. Look at 2018 and, and 1987. Most of those were original concepts. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, totally original. Lethal yeah. Weapon... The birth of the, the real birth of, of the buddy cop movie, yeah. wasn't it? Then? Look at but 2018 and go through the films that, of oh. that year to <clears> see. It's going to be sequels, remakes, yeah. right. or okay. superhero movies. Yeah. So it, yeah. it start, starts okay. Black Panther, superhero. Avengers, Infinity War, superhero. <laughs> Mission Impossible sequel. 4, Playing 5, of God knows sequel, how many Mission yeah, Impossible yeah. Incredibles 2, sequel. 
Annihilation, never heard of it. No. A Quiet Place. Annihilation was the um, the sci-fi thing. It was a Netflix original. Yeah, Natalie, Natalie Portman. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, a Star is Born, which is a third. remake of a remake. Fourth? Is it fourth yeah. or remake? Third, I think. Third fourth. or fourth? Fourth. Yeah. Right. Uh, first Man. Well, the fourth version of it, sorry. Yeah. yeah. First Man, which is... The Neil Armstrong thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween, the... The, the, the reboot. Yeah. yeah. 30th <laughs> yeah. anniversary of it, yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. Widows. Remake of a TV series. Yep. Spider-Man. There's yeah. been a million which. Spider-Man movies. Um, Venom. Game Night. Ocean's 8, which is a prequel made for the female audience because all the rest were men. Yep. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Any original Jurassic things, yeah. World. <laughs> Ready Player One. There you go, that's the original. Yeah, and again, which is they took from the book. So they've gone from book to film. That's that all right, right that happens. Yeah, that, that, that's good, because this is what people have done with Stephen King books for years. Mamma Mia, second one. And it is, you look at that and you think, just take out the Marvel stuff, because obviously they're taking from comics and Spider-Man rehashing God at the same time. The rest are just like, you, where, what's what happened to Hollywood? It's sequels, prequels, remakes. remakes. And you think... It's the money machine, isn't it? Yeah. But you go back to the 80s when all of these films, you imagine now if they brought out them them films, the exact films, you'd never heard of any of them 87 films, from 1987, sorry, mm. and they come out now, people are like, what the fuck do I go and see? What, yeah. what should I see? You've got all the... Imagine, remember when Terminator 2 come out? Yeah. Terminator 1 was amazing. Terminator 2, you're like, fucking hell, James Cameron, what are you doing to us with this? <laughs> you wouldn't know what it's to wizardry. do. <laughs> now, it's like, people... Like you wouldn't have complained about what was coming out because the only complaint you'd have is there's too much and I ain't gonna be able to get to see it all because yeah. of money. What did now, we say about our, our habits of going to a cinema back in the eighties? You turn up on the door, yep. not knowing what you were going to see. Yeah, you, you knew there was three or four good movies on, yeah. and you'd just go and whatever one was closest to the time you got or there. There was tickets available yeah. or whatever. Also depends if you went with a female or your mates as well. You have to yeah. choose, yeah. <laughs> but I, the thing is, the spawn of social media has done this. Go to the early two thousands, ABC Cinema, just along the road from where we are, used to still be open then. Mm. And we, I remember with my friends, we was 14, 15, we went and said, like, oh, what should we watch? And we picked a film. Yep. That was it. We got our food, got a popcorn and that, and said, like, oh, we'll pick this film. The we only thing we know it. would be the trailer, possibly from the week before, yeah, yeah. the post for standing yeah, exactly. in the foyer. Yeah, yeah. The poster that you wanted to be able to get yeah. home. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, now the film's on, can I have a fo- like, yeah. poster? Yeah, you wouldn't know anything about <laughs> no. it apart from that. The odd TV advert, they might have seen something mm, in the adverts, yeah. you know. But, but now, you, you can go... You can sit indoors, you can... If, if you look at, like, The Boys, for example, the TV show that me and Paul have watched, mm. superb TV show, but a lot of people have seen it because somebody, like, Claire at work noticed it because I shared the trailer. Yeah. Well, no, I liked the trailer, yeah. which means anybody that follows me sees that I like the trailer. Liked it, yeah. So she saw that. Paul was like watching it anyway, he watched it before I did. And it's things like that. It's, it's, you, because of social media, people go, oh, that's good, yeah. And you start seeing it, and then the you kind of ignore other things. Yeah, it's like if you wanted to get people's attention, you said, Do you know, I'm going to make a. a sh- say, say, because your favourite film, like being Jaws, someone said, I'm going to make a shark film. Mm-hmm. Because everyone would go, Yeah, oh, you're trying to be like Jaws. Yeah. They'd go, Oh, let's just make a Jaws 7. Yeah. <laughs> because they'd be like, Oh, everyone's already moaning, so let's just make it a Jaws sequel. Shark Then they'd go, Yeah, and that's 
made free somehow because it was so shit it was popular yeah. it comes cult classic when I it's that like, shit what? and that's the thing you just look at what's you read anything online you you have got and I'm going to go back to Marvel because me and Paul love watching Marvel films you can go online and people do love them there is no middle ground you've either got people that love the films or fucking idiots that are wrong <laughs> and it's factual because then fucking films make billions so they're obviously fucking great there's somebody out there that likes them yeah there's more that's out there there's some people out there that don't like them that's about it but at least Marvel are still going with their comics and then playing through that they're not going uh, other than Spider-Man because we're done which is no different than DC fucking up Superman every time and redoing Batman every two years with a different dipshit playing Batman because they got it right with Michael Keaton then fucked up after that Christian Bale was shit I don't care I'll argue that do you know Avengers Endgame to date box office biggest 2.8 billion yeah yeah, and, and you heard that Cameron's going to re-release Avatar to the cinemas to try yep. to fucking do it. Yeah, why? And that's exactly it. He's well, going to rather watch the Smurfs. He's making the sequels, isn't he? At the moment, yeah. they're due for release next year, possibly yeah. the first one. So he's going to do a cinema release of the first one once again to hope to recoup. That's how I read yeah. it. To yeah, recoup no, yes, that, yeah. that, that gap that they've jumped. Which into. fair play. But your ex-wife got better than you with her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well done. Avatar was good. It was... Actually, I didn't like it. It was good for what it was. I didn't enjoy it, but it was good for what it was. People loved it. But I, I see it's that... I think I genuinely think so many people, like directors or whatever, do actually see what happens on social media and go, there's out... Look at The Crow, yeah. right? Which is my favourite film. Yeah. I don't want to see it remade. It has no reason to be remade. They tried making a two, a three, and all bullshit with crap actors and David Boroness and shit That's with crap. Right, yeah, yeah. It didn't work. And they're going, we're going to redo it. Oh, the film's cursed. Then leave it. It doesn't need to be redone because it's a cult classic. If someone comes up to you and goes, we're going to redo Jaws. We're not going to do a sequel. We're going to redo it. Do you know what? There was there was a rumour for the 25th anniversary, just as CGI was coming into yep. the floor, you know, Jurassic Park and all this sort of stuff. Around about, I think, the 25th or the 30th anniversary. Spielberg was going to take the original and CGI the shark. Oh. But imagine... Oh, no, no, no. But imagine <laughs> taking away that, even if he'd done the CGI, but still kept the actors. But imagine they go, we're going to remake it. We're going to do CGI, so it looks like a real shark. Okay. No. But we're going to have... Who would it be? Come on, let's recast yours. Who would it be? You randomly chuck in Harvey ne- Keitel. Nemo as the as shark. Quinn. As Quinn. <laughs> Harvey Keitel's pony. <laughs> Who is a great actor, yeah, but and has actually probably achieved more, yeah, than the people in Jaws did. But he's not Quinn. No, and Jonah Hill was Richard Dreyfus. I was gonna say, what's his play? Uh, what's his face? Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Pratt. Mm-hmm. Who? That's, is, this is, is how so, they would cast. Yeah, him. yeah, this yeah. Is not my cast. But you imagine if that happened, yeah. and say if it was Harvey Keitel, Chris Pratt, both are great at what they do. Imagine seeing that when you sit there after years and years of loving Jaws, and they go. Oh, we've remade it. Oh, Immediately, your first thought was, what's the fucking point? You'll watch it. No. If it comes out on DVD or, or no. it's on Netflix, and no. you're like... Oh, one, of my, one of my favourite films is Papillon. Steve McQueen, oh, Dustin yeah. Hoffman, Charlie Hummond Prison did the film, remake yeah. about six months ago. Yeah. Early. No interest whatsoever. He died. He died yeah. a complete death anyway. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Another one of my favourite movies, Get Carter. Yeah. I've, I've, I've done, done with John Travolta. Was it John Fox? No, no it Michael. 
the was Michael Caine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. the remake was the remake. Sylvester Stallone. That's it, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. I don't want to know. So if they get Untouchables. Right, yeah, yeah. this is from Paul's point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Who just. You don't ever want it remade, but who could? Who could? I if they had who, to. Who would of they Right now, who do you reckon would play. Just say the two or three main characters. now? See, that would probably be an easier role to cast than, per se, the Sean, Sean Connery? Connery's mm-hmm. role. But who Big. do you think could play it? See, the Sean um, Connery one, I'll tell you, the Sean Connery one would be Harrison Ford. Chris Pine. I immediately wouldn't watch it. Yeah. Who would Hollywood cast? Yeah, because Chris Pine's going to drop. Hollywood would probably cast Liam Tom Neeson. Cr- probably cast Tom Oh, they fucking would. Yeah. That's a good shot. They'd fucking oh, put oh. Liam Neeson in that for Sean Connery's role. Yeah. Oh, perfect. They actually would. Perfect. Mm. You know, because yeah. he loves doing the same fucking thing again and again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who in it? But would you watch it? No. If they turn and go, no. Untouchables, ready for the 2020 cinema for people who've never yeah. seen it, yeah. starring Liam fucking Neeson. Fuck off, cunt chops. <laughs> yeah. You fucking yeah. would. So why do they keep doing it now? And Claire at work said this about the Disney stuff. Oh, so kids nowadays can see Disney. The cartoons don't age. When did Snow White come out? 1932? 37. I watched that in 1988, 1989, but why should but you now, change it? Attitudes have changed so that kids, if you were to put on a DVD of The Little Mermaid, there's no black characters in it. Yeah. The fucking crabs, Jamaican! Uh, no, exactly, but this is what I'm saying. Sebastian. Or even, yeah. or even, all right, say for instance, they remade, what was it, Peach Dragon? Peach Dragon was a cartoon, yeah, yeah. live animation, yeah, yeah. live action combination. Yeah. I think they changed the lead character to a mixed race child, didn't they? I think. You know, it's 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 because attitudes have changed now, and and they're and they're they're recreating some of the not necessarily mistakes, but they're recreating some of the attitudes of the time. Do you know what I think? Right, and I said this before. In this, it, I'll, I'll give you a prime example after you've made your sorry. Uh, my point doesn't go down well with some people. Is that I think when I see stuff like this, and I. I I don't give a fuck if they remake the whole of it with black people. Give her fucking red hair. There was little kids growing up that were ginger that got bullied that yeah. didn't have a Disney princess. Yeah. They go on about skin colour. Who gives a fuck about your skin colour yeah. when people are still bullied for their hair colour or for how their skin looks or for the spots they have or the scars they fucking have. They're rewriting white history to suit black history. They're not creating... And me, as a white human being, would never turn around and go do you know what I remember I, I, I've done some history research and seen that white people were slaves in Egypt way before black people were ever slaves I'm going to do that film I don't care because it's done yeah. I'm not going to do a Jewish film based on the war it's done I move on I live if I was yeah. black and black people are ha- who I have spoken to right. sensible people can accept that movies are yeah. of, the, of the, that time or but of Black era. Panther and I'm a huge Marvel fan mm. do you know why Black Panther done well because it's black and genuinely politically 90% cast was black and that upsets me because I love that comic but because the political stance and them doing things on Twitter and Instagram of 
black people do and I love I've no I used to wish I was a black kid when I was younger I fucking prayed I was a black kid so I would play basketball and do hip hop I prayed for this shit when I was younger but they made it so you was anti-white and don't do it think of your own black fucking thing if you want to make a little mermaid film make a mermaid film make something new they've used uh, anybody that's ever read a comic of um, Aquaman Mm. He's this white, puny, fucking pale, blonde-haired twat. Yeah. And now Jason Moore, that handsome motherfucker, <laughs> that bronze-skinned, yeah. built like a um... motherfucker, Polynesian-looking yeah. god, he's like fucking, he's the demigod in, that The Rock plays in the other fucking cartoon. He looks like that. Yeah. But make your own. Turn around and go, do you know what? We want to create our new history. We don't want to erase white history, but we want yeah. to go... We're proud of who we are. Yeah. Let's make this. Don't erase what white people have done. On that point, are they going to remake Pride and Prejudice and make... Yes, they probably would do. What, because uh, and you, make all the characters black. No, not make all some of them, them if black. If you look, they, it, what they do, I can't think what they're calling it, but the BBC are adapting. You look at some of the Dickens adaptations, there are black actors. But I get... No, and that's the thing, it spawns. Right? And, and <laughs> I'm taking this way off films right now. What they are doing with Hollywood films and recreating things to suit a certain type of people is to exclude the other type of people that made it. They are doing this purely to fuel social media anger, hatred, and creating this diversion between them. Because or are they, or are they just promoting diversity? What are they no, they're not fucking promoting. Like, they've literally turned around and gone, we're gonna, cre- we're gonna copy Little Mermaid, exactly how it was, but we changed it to black. But Eric's I, still gonna be a white I guy. I totally agree with Liam. Mm-hmm no problem with them making films that promote whatever they want to promote but why copy a film and make it a different colour right the, the, the thing I was going to sort of point out picture the cartoon Dumbo yeah yeah. 1940 wherever it it's came got out black crows, grey it? elephant exactly this is the point they can't re-show that movie in the cinemas anymore why because of the three crow characters but crows are black because their voices were black yeah but it's also to do with the Jim Crow laws and the segregation when you, when you look deep into it and it's, it's all like an elephant fly exactly <laughs> and, and they can't you know Song of the South got banned years ago yeah. I, I think that's the reasoning behind it so if you look at the new remake the remake of Dumbo those crows aren't in it at all they were the funniest bit. I know. That's but that's the thing. Saying. Will they then turn around and make Little Mermaid with a very pure English accent crab? This is what Sebastian I'm thinking. Was, Sebastian was this the best. This is what I'm thinking. Because they, he had yeah. that Jamaican not giving a right. fuck attitude. Yeah. What's the chances? I bet he, I bet he will. I bet he will. I'm I'm I bet they see. won't. <laughs> Look at The Lion King. Right? Lion King, the only white people that played were the comedic parts. Timon and Pumbaa. Uh, were played no, by John Hurt. Rowan Atkins, no, like the remake, the oh, modern. Right. They've got Timon and Pumbaa, Seth Rogen, and Billy Christ, I can't think of his fucking yeah. name. Both hilarious comedians. The rest of the world they've gone has to be black. Okay. Why? Why? Yeah. How many lions have you met? They're in Africa. They're not black fucking lions. Yeah, and also. They're not white lions. You get white Africans. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, what they're doing. I, Completely looking, I, I was watching the CrossFit Games because it started this weekend, and they had um, two athletes from Barbados, right? They come out and I was like, flag holder, blah, blah, blah. One of them's black, one of them's a blonde white woman, born mm. and raised Barbadon, Barbadon, whatever they're called. She's not black, but people go, she's not real Barbadon. Why? Yeah. Mm. It's, it, to me, I feel like, 
And yeah, I would I would genuinely be classed as being racist right now for what I'm saying. Even though I'm not is it's not our fault that we made what we done now. Mm-hmm. It's I would if if a big if it was the other way around and black people made white people slaves back then, I'd be looking out going, I want to turn around, I want to make a film that I can turn around and go, I'm proud I made that. This is us. Yeah. You look at like I guarantee you, Jamie Foxx, if you say to him, what's your best film? I pretty much guarantee Django will be up there. Because yeah. he'll go, motherfucker, I made out. I made you see. <laughs> yeah. that and he would say yeah. these words, because he said it on car, um, Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. He said, I'm the nigga that made that fucking possible. Mm. Not someone else. He did it. And he's from Texas. Like Louisiana now. He's from an area that's quite racist. Yeah. He made a role that no one else had ever done. And he made that. You say to people, a film about Django Unchained fucking superb Samuel Jackson how many remakes has he done of a film that was white just to make it black the only one Nick Fury in Marvel who oh, was a white yeah, right? yeah, yeah. but no one cares because he'd done it so well and they didn't redo the whole entire film and go let's make them all different mm. it's fine if you want to add little bits but these are new films if they remade it again like I don't know Captain America or what, and they went uh, let's change it up you find ways to do it Marvel done it with um, Spider-Man Into the Multiverse because they actually made comics of uh, Miles Morales, who was the black guy, who black lad, kid, who becomes Spider-Man. Yeah. So they made the cartoon, which was fucking superb and deserved a lot more than it got. They made him that because it's the multiverse. They created a role for someone yeah. and made a film for it. Yeah. Stop. It, I wouldn't be happy if someone was making me out like, oh, we're just going to delete what you've done and make it ours. Yeah. That's not taking, that's not pride in my race. I'd be like, can we not I'd, I'd want to say can we make it that we make it a, a completely random fucking film take the ideas of Rambo and Rocky and we just kind of turn around and go make it a fucking ginger white guy who <laughs> falls in love with a black girl from Africa with an African accent he doesn't understand but he learns it do that make it so you're uniting you're not creating diversity you're creating racist barriers by going this is purely black you're purely white get fucked if you don't like it you're racist if you do like it well done you're loving black people why do we have that divide why should we if Godfather was redone of all black cast would it work well no because it's based on an Italian fan oh, no, 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 no. but if Pride and Prejudice is okay to be doing that didn't, I'm right. not saying no that's what they're doing yeah. That's, Scott. Yeah. but would it be okay Sidney Poitier done a film called is it Guess Who's Coming to Dinner yes he did yeah with uh, right. Catherine Hepburn wasn't it I think yeah, yeah. Absolutely superb film. Sidney Poitier was an amazing actor. Played the black boyfriend in the white. They remade that about 10 years ago. Entirely black cast. But the whole point of it, that it was a black boyfriend being introduced to the white. I I might be wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that it was made to be a black film. Right, which, like a, a comedy type. Yeah, which lost, as you say... The edge. The, the edge of why it was made in the first place. Yeah, yeah it was the friction that the yeah. girlfriend had brought a black boyfriend. You can yeah. do things that work. Look at um, Death at a Funeral. Yeah, Originally, remake, what, they remade it. But they still kept white people in it. They still kept the midget love affair as a little white midget. Um, <laughs> what's his name? It was in... Yeah, Peter. Peter... Dinklage. Dinklage, that's it. Right, so it sounds like sorry. a weird small name. <laughs> Quickly going back, it was a black woman marrying a white man. Right, so they reversed it. So they reversed Which, it. Which, yes, what, 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 what was the need for that? It, 
because it, it was then otherwise it would have been accused of being a direct copy so let's do our twist on it but that's the thing I can it's see like if this. they want to do a twist but what do they get from it what if you turn around and you pick it's any it's of it's your favourite films it's so they can get away with like we were saying there's no originality in Hollywood so they're mm. saying okay we've run out of ideas but how about we just twist it around yeah, so that's what they're doing to get around it but, but it's yeah, busters for fuck's sake oh. you know let's make them all female you know and that know. again it's anyone seen it and it, yes. I did yeah. yeah, I did I, watch it I have not it entertained was okay. the idea it was if okay. you break down all four comedians yeah. they are fucking hilarious by themselves I've watched oh, yeah. the stand up I watched it they were brilliant. Together, the f- the film was clutching at what Ghostbusters done, and then they're doing it for clout. There was no yeah. reason for it. No, I mean, but you imagine, and 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 it does bother me. And I genuinely, and I, f- I feel like I have to justify that I'm not racist, which I shouldn't have to justify. But if they redone Jaws with black guys, it'd be fucking shit. Because you ask most black people, a lot of them can't swim and scared of the sea. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. They openly admit. I follow so many people that say they can't swim. And they, and they would be the first to say, mate, we're unlike you dumb white fuckers. We run when we see trouble. Yeah. They're not going to fucking jump around with shark. Jaws with black people would be like, motherfucker, there's a shark. Back on shore, not get back at sea. Done. Film done. Yeah. No one this would watch it. Because it's done. It was remaking the movie in the first place. Not but it is. But that, how it was good. I just think it's fucking bullshit. Hollywood is fucking up things because they want a suit. Who will go out and watch the transgender version of Marvel Infinity War? Or Dirty Dancing. Or Dirty Dancing. The transgender version. Who's going to go and watch it? Transgenders. That's it. You're aiming at a certain demographic. You're not aiming as a collective. Directors didn't make films from 80s onwards. As you say, it's not going for diversity. It's the opposite. Yeah, you're excluding the rest to go for your own. That would be like, I guarantee I can make a fucking vegan film. And those people, <laughs> and do you know, and do you know how I'll know that everyone shows up because they'll all shout, "I'm fucking." They'll vegan. tell you, "Hello, we're here. We're the vegans." It just <laughs> bugs me. It's, make a great film. I loved Twelve Years a Slave. That film was fucking unreal because I hadn't seen anything like it. Don't remake a film that's been done. Think of something. and Go. Because Steve McQueen made Twelve Years a Slave, didn't he? He did indeed. Yeah. And he was superb at making it. Soup, that film got me. It fucking upset me that people had to go through that. And it showed me stuff that I hadn't been taught in school because they don't teach it. No, not teach people anyway. about your history that we don't know about. Teach people that have been ignorant. Don't rewrite... You would create it. You just would. If they rewrite the whole of your childhood where you grew up as... No, it's just only black people, never white. You'd yeah. be like, no, I grew up there. Don't do that. So... Show us how people live. Show us what you went through. Show us how we can all get along. Do make, make films that make us want to rejoice with each other, not argue that we shouldn't be doing remakes of each other's films. Make a fucking film that we can love each other in. Fucking make a Brokeback Mountain where it's fucking black guy and a white guy. How much shit would that end up causing? Just take it to yeah. the next level, yeah. It cause enough upset, the fact that something battles. Yeah. <laughs> but I guarantee you that would cause more upset than normal Brokeback Mountain did. You'd get people going... Mate, we wouldn't fuck a white guy. No, we wouldn't fuck a black guy. You know what? Seriously? Ain't no black cowboys. Yeah. You, but that's the thing. Is, and that's what bothers me. Is I love films that much. Is, and I love history. That Stop fucking rewriting stuff to suit how you want it to be. Because in 50 or 60 years time, if a kid comes up to their great-grandfather or granddad and goes, Oh, I watched The Little Mermaid. That's so amazing. You're like, 
Oh, when I saw it, it was white. Why'd they change it? Mm. Let's not get into that. Should you have to keep explaining everything to everyone? I just find it, it's, it's just upsetting for, and uh, the little moment was the one that done me because as a kid growing up with ginger hair, being bullied because of it, you want to change it because of a skin color didn't suit you. That's bad. As I say, I think a lot of it is, as I say, Hollywood has run out of ideas. We proved that by just reading out that list from 82 and 87 mm. and then reading out the 2018 list that is either, you know, superhero based or sequels or remakes or reboots. And I think for Hollywood to be accused of not being original, they have to just twist the stories that mm. they've already got. People are seeing through it. But that's what's happening. You go to any library, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of books. Yeah. Yeah. You literally couldn't say thousands enough. Yeah. To get the books. You generally couldn't say thousands enough. Right. So most movies come from a book or a screenplay or something. They had to have heard of something. Yeah. So how come there's probably millions of books that have never ever been made into a film? Yes. So why are we repeating ourselves? Well, have you seen um, Game Over Man? Mm, it was on Netflix. No. It's, uh, it's a comedy. Very tongue-in-cheek. Fucking stupid. <coughs> Drugs. Uh, three, three young lads that work in the hotel. Mm. They end up becoming like little fucking unlucky heroes of saving the day because they're dumb as fuck and things mm. go wrong. But they work out. That's just a random idea of someone sat there and gone, oh, what could we do? Imagine right now, right? If someone said, make a film. All right, there's three guys, they're making a podcast, and all of a sudden, something, people break in. Yeah. And they want to fucking hurt them, and we're like, shit, no one told us that red block. Literally, the conversation we had earlier. Swing yeah. away. We're making, yeah, we're making, yeah. yeah. We then start making our own film. Yeah. That's how easy that becomes. Yeah. And I find it so fucking, I hate it, because why do we need to, uh, I, I feel personally, it upsets me that I have to defend that I'm white when it comes to films. Now, now. Yeah, there, there is that case. Or you have to defend the fact that you're not a racist. Yeah. Which I always find embarrassing. I mean, I'm not racist. I don't care what colour you yeah. are. I'll openly Creed. say on this right now, I fucking hate every human. We're all places. We are AIDS on this earth and we're going to kill it. I don't care if you're white, black, fucking green, yellow, purple or brown. If you're an arsehole, you're an arsehole. Yeah, that, Just, that's it. There's, there's a lot of bastards and wankers out there and believe me they're not all white no but also they're not all black they're not all oriental no (laughs) go through history Genghis Khan I'm sorry was people say he was white really with the name like Genghis Khan he was white really yeah you just put that Adolf Hitler was white and he was a cunt as well but look at as you mentioned the other day fucking Mugabe Mugabe he was black and he's the biggest cunt Gaddafi Gaddafi Arabic yeah Every country has a cunt. America's got Donald fucking Trump now. Yeah. We have it. We've got Boris Johnson. People have it. Their skin doesn't make a difference on being a cunt or not. Yeah. I just hate that we have to justify that we're not racist based on, I love this film. Please don't change it to suit your demographic when it's been a classic for years. Yeah. If they remade Terminator and changed Arnold Schwarzenegger character to black, the reason I'd hate it is because it was Terminator. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Was Don't a, fucking change Terminator. Who was Imagine. originally cast as the Terminator? Denzel Washington, probably. OJ Simpson. Oh, it was, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine OJ well, Simpson as Terminator. Near the truth, isn't it? Motherfucker. <laughs> I would have rewrote that with a white guy. <laughs> Did he hide his gloves? <laughs> yeah. Um, I want your clothes, your boots, but not your gloves. 
comes back oh and your motorcycle <laughs> you've just you've just reminded me of something then something you just said there's a theory or something that's quite famous that isn't there only 10 original screenplays or something is it or screen yep. ideas or something yeah that have always been adapted and yeah and I'm trying to find what they are because I thought it was about 10 you might, it, might it might have been fewer it might have been yeah. about 6 or something but you know that you can if you, you look at these five or six ideas yeah. and you can say well that relates to that movie yeah. that relates to that movie but if someone said to you right go and watch Jaws again and they say to you think of Hamlet yeah. eventually somebody would turn around and go do you know what I can actually see bits oh, like, like fuck well, could they but eventually oh, you start thinking of it I watched it. something the other day and after I watched it I thought I know this and I looked up something online and they said it's you know, yeah. loosely based on Hamlet and I thought yeah I knew it I knew it. it was completely modern it was something completely and different that's the worry it's like is Hollywood influenced by what people are saying publicly on social media more than what they ever was before because obviously they never had it before. Yeah. So the eighties spawned teen movies with the John Hughes stuff. Yeah. They spawned the Terminator, the boxing films, the fucking action films, the cop films. That and also, I think eighties spawned the sequel. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know there were they, ones they, before. They existed. Before, but eighties is where it really came to fruition. Yeah, went, went from like one, two, three, like the. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, because before they used to change the nut like um, I mean early eighties, any which way you, but any loose way became any which way you can, and also Guns and Navarone before in the seventies, be, there was a s- sequel to that called Oh yes, that um, Harrison Ford did it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, they used to change the name. Yeah. And it was a like a it's, loose link. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of doing but, a two, but eighties was yeah. where it they, went. They, One, they two, two, three. Like Godfather, Godfather two, but. Literally from Rocky onwards. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> it would have been, you know. Yeah. I mean, in the 80s, Lethal Weapon, Terminator, yeah. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. They just all went on. There, was, there wasn't even a subtitle. No, Police Academy. But you look at them, they were genuinely just looking at, we need to make films, we want to make films. Oh, this was good. Let's keep going with it until it becomes dry. Now, Police Academy 9. Yeah, exactly. Now, there's a new Terminator coming, ain't there? Yes. yes. Um, James so, Cameron's got behind the camera so again. Be, and he's making. So you've had one, two, three, four. Salvation. Salvation. Genesis. Yeah. And then this one. So sixth one. But this is. The reason this is even more hyped. James Cameron's got back behind the camera to make Ooh. it. Exactly. Because <laughs> I, yeah. I saw the trailer cinema and I went. Oh, nice. So Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, cool. And he said, James Cameron was like, oh, shit. Because it was James Cameron. You're like, he made them. And, he and Sarah he, back in yeah. as well. And they're the people that have every right to make them again, to add on to it. Di- yeah. But if someone else comes and goes, oh, I want to do it. It's, it's like the Halloween reboot last year. Only worked because James fucking Lee Curtis was in it. Brilliant. And John Super Carpenter had his input. Had authorised him. Yeah. And his son yeah. Yeah. made the music, made... They had the imp- and so everybody Perfect. loved that film because yep. the no- whole nostalgia come back. You went, yeah. fucking love it. It's an authorized sequel. Basically. It's like if if they did, and I know I keep pointing back at your favorite films. If they made a Jaws again, <laughs> and if they made No Touch again, but they brought back the characters for just a small if, sort of thing. If, if Spielberg that kind was of helped, yeah, that's what I mean. Mm. If the same director made it with the same actors, 
but still maybe they brought in something new like I don't know in like Quinn's kids have grown up yeah and you're like or it okay, could be I can like see where this goes because yeah. they're Al making the got out of prison and they chased him down again yeah <laughs> it could be that's something people would be interested in she's like okay because this is yeah. the same person that's making this they're not yeah. just they're looking I mean it's difficult with Jaws because Jaws when it's your favourite yeah. film like I I I mean, yeah, or maybe your second favourite, third favourite, whatever. Because, yeah, I'd be the same with the quote right. if they tried it. We, yeah, spoke, about this, dead, so. we yeah. spoke about this on the Real Britannia podcast a couple of weeks ago. I've never heard of that one. Have you not heard of it? No. It's, it's quite good, actually. The, the, the host is brilliant. Um, <laughs> is it someone else then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good by invite. Tony. Um, <laughs> is it the guy that doesn't speak? I've heard the mute on it. He's pretty good. He sounds like a superhero, the mute. <laughs> um, Tony was against a remake of The Dam Busters. Okay, oh. because it's a beloved classic war film made you know, five years after the war. It is, but that, because of the era that was made in... It's the limitations there, aren't they? Um, and what they could do with it now. Yep. It, it could be I would visually to, yeah. so much better. Exactly. This is my argument. I would love to see a remake of that. Not strictly word for word, not, you know... But a different version of it using modern techniques to to compensate for some of the you know the what was that made fifth or it's like fifty I think it was. But yeah. I think with that you've got to look at yeah a completely different film with a completely different yeah. name and we're talking seventy years apart almost yeah. so but we're talking about things things yeah, that have been remade years, yeah. even less than that on yeah. some yeah, of them. I'm trying to think of the. What's the shortest distance between a remake or a reboot that you can oh, think of? Oh, fucking hell. What, what, would, what would it be? I mean, there was that Fantastic Four that was rushed out because of the copyright issue. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, purely because yeah. of Sony yeah. and, and obviously um, and the bullshit. I mean, <laughs> Superman and Spider-Man, they always do a slightly different I was film. Say the Which might I add on that? Spider-Man and Superman are nothing like... Superman carried on keep making random ones. Yes. Spider-Man's only been three. Three different Spider-Mans... Spider-Men? Spider-Men, yeah, because they're three different Spider-Men. Because you've got one, two, and three. Shouldn't it be just be Spider-Men? Spider-Men, I don't give a fuck. But you've only had three. That's it. Yeah. No more. Oh, don't get me wrong. There's I love Superman. the films. No, but that's what I mean. There's only been three. Superman, there's been more than enough. Ooh, Conti- he's had three. Four. Christopher Reeve, Brandon Roth. Plus TV shows, because Spider-Man didn't have that. Okay, had Spider-Man was Nicholas Hammond in the TV. Well, Superman had one way before that as well. That was George Reeves. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, it happens. But Superman, <laughs> Superman and Batman have had way more than Spider-Man. Have way more. Okay, yeah. And they keep plugging <laughs> that. Because S- Spider-Man only carried on purely because of contractual rights with the company. It was. It was not because they went, that. we going wrong, let's keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. They went through because of contracts. Yeah. Superman kept doing it because it's DC's biggest character next to Batman. Same as why it's Batman It's because they never got it right past yeah. Christopher Reeve. Because their contract stayed with DC Comics. They favorite, was not with a contract. My favourite superhero, really. Christopher Reeve Superman. Yeah, Christopher Reeve. That's why I love Superman. They fucked favorite. up and then I hate Superman now. Mm, my favourite superhero. Batman. Michael Keaton was my favourite Batman. Yeah. Then they carried on. It's like you've just... People are falling out of love with them superheroes because... They're trying to be too clever. You're with tr- them, yeah. Mate. You're going, wow, they, they was a bit more cocky in their comic. You're like... But you've already done these films. If you did read yeah. the comic in the first place, why are you trying to now remake what you've read? It's also that thing that, um, as much as you don't like Christian Bale, The Dark Knight fucking worked. That it, was a great movie. So, trying to make Superman a bit darker or something, mm. 
No, Superman wasn't. That's what I mean. Dark. Superman was. Well, he was to a certain degree some some parts of it, but it's it's not the Superman. But his people films, know. Yeah, yeah, his films, and if you read the comics, mm. were lighter. Yeah, yeah. Batman was dark because he worked at night in Gotham. Superman, Metropolis, daytime, the bright blue, the red. Yeah. People saw him. He was DC's Captain America. Yeah. He was clean cut. He loved the people. He white. Yeah, American exactly. Hero, yeah. And they tried to. Yeah, they made it dark, and you're like. With Batman, and I did like the ones with Christian Bale, because yeah. I like the villains and how, like Michael Caine is Alfred, and I liked how that all worked because it just felt like I like that. Yeah. But when it comes to being dark, fucking Tim Burton made the ones that are. He's like Batman Returns, I think, is probably yeah. Yeah, the example of that, isn't it? And it's just like you you're randomly picking at things, and I can't find which is the quickest remake. The movies were made the shortest Paul's, period Paul's of time. Like, Planet of the Apes? Yeah, some movie called Shutter. Uh, yeah, but that's probably from Japanese to English. From, I mean, not long <laughs> after Robin Hood was done, uh, they no, made was... foreign films of Valmont and Dangerous Liaisons, which were based on Robin Hood. Yeah, but also, don't copies. forget you get, um, when Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves come out, there was the Patrick Bergen version of Robin. It's not the same movie. I'm thinking of... Yeah, because um, that's what it's got here, Kevin Costner and Patrick Bergen versus yeah, of Robin Yeah, they Hood. came out, it's like Armageddon and Deep Impact came out the same yeah. sort of Which yeah. I'm, I'm fine with, if someone wants to make similar films, like like you say, mm. you go, okay, you're competing, mm. well, fair play. It's just if they went, oh, we're going to redo... I'm just thinking a strict remake, come on, when... This one's for the audience again as well. What's the fastest what, remake? The fastest remake or shortest period of time that a movie was made and then it was remade. It's difficult to find because it says here Planet of the Apes, but that was 2001 to 1968, so that's that's not a great deal, is it? The honestly, Planet of the Apes is the one that keeps coming up on mine. Yeah, well. Hulk, but again, yeah, that was a but then slightly different started, story. No, it yeah, they it, changed the stories yeah. each time, so they weren't like a remake. That was just again, that was companies going, we have a contract, we need to just match yeah. it up, I'm as opposed to not an idea. It's, it's difficult to find. I'm thinking, mm. like I said, like Papillon released last year but the original was 71 72 whatever it was so yeah. what's the gap that a movie had been remade the, the shortest possible time it's, yeah. it's really it's yeah it's what they call it in America is a reboot so yeah well the longest they had to wait was 80 years Which that was what? when they remade the 1920 film and I watched this go on the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Yep. Came out in 2005 <laughs> when they remade 80 years. Over 80 years was the gap between us, the longest audience have had to wait for a remake. But could you imagine if they remade any Charlie Chaplin film? What Charlie Chaplin done yeah. was create that gap of like silent movies to being vocal. Or, or could you imagine if they redone a Laurel and Hardy film? With two random, you'd be like, oh, "Come on, Lauren Hardy was a comedic genius for, at the time. Who would you get to try and replace Stan Laurel and yeah, the Oliver, other guy? Ha Oliver Hardy? Oliver Hardy <laughs> Can everyone are, are, we, are we counting foreign language originals? Yeah, too? see, that's there's a lot of ones yeah. that have transferred yeah. okay. from because there was a Swedish one that was very quick. Okay, there's apparently there was a film in 1915 called The Two Orphans. And in 1921, it was remade as Orphans of the Storm, exactly the same movie. The so Punisher. 
had a four-year gap before a reboot. Well, they made one in, I think, 89 and then 94. Mm. 80. Yeah. You had one that had John Travolta in it, and then you had one that had, I can't think of his fucking name. Thomas Jane, wasn't it? I th- yeah, that Thomas was, Jane. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Both were shit. But then the same site is saying about James Bond, and it's not, it's not no, a reboot. Well, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's a, a Punish, different film. Punisher were, mm, yeah, they tried to redo it. But yeah, James Bond, you can never use that, could you? Fucking, how many books did... Is it Ian Fleming? Yeah. It's not like he went, oh, I'm going to wait one book and let's see what happens. He wrote 22, 23, because the last two Bonds have been written by other people. See, have you seen what they're doing with Bond now? Uh, Me and you spoke about this. Woman! No, I, I think no. that's... I is think it a fake, do you it's think? It's not a fake. I no, think, she... I think it's something... He marries, mm. and he kind of... She covers while he's exactly. on something. I yeah. think it's, it's just... But she refers to, to. I've read this whole fuck because yeah. I talked to you about it. Mm. I've read this whole thing of like people said she's 007 She's not James Bond. She's mm. 007 yeah, she's So that is just yeah. a number given to someone. It's not James Bond's number. It's just That's which. But again, the amount of people kick off about that. But if you've read them books, I haven't. And if you've watched all of them, which I haven't, you will associate James Bond with this. Smooth, suave, English, English guy, English gent. Yeah, part English, part Scottish. I believe in the books. I'm not too sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Ian Fleming, Ian Fleming. Yeah, he's yeah. Scottish, isn't he? Yeah. Which, yeah, I can get. Which why? Maybe that's why I think Sean Connery is probably the best James Bond. I yeah. fucking love Sean Connery. <laughs> but maybe that's like you see that, and you you would you turn around and go, oh shit, could someone could a woman play if 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 not this bit, but if they went, we could change it. A woman's doing it. My argument is. All right, there's no original ideas in Hollywood. You want a female spy that does what James Bond does. Yeah. Create one. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what Liam that's, was saying. That's earlier. my whole yeah. point on everything. Yeah. Create one. Create a fish. Uh, create a fat. Uh, a fat. fish called Wonder. What? <laughs> create a fat fish. Create a black fish woman or a black fish man. Make the little merman. Make the little fucking mama. Mama. He Make, was a black fisherman. Yeah. Any, he knew all the shrimp. <laughs> Fried shrimp, butter shrimp. Ain't nothing can do with shrimp. I can do shrimp. shrimp. <laughs> but that's the thing. You, you, you can fucking think of anything. Yeah. You could literally, if we sat here now and we're just looking out this window, we saw someone jump off that fucking three tail blocks front. We could make a film out of that right now. We don't know. We could literally go. I guarantee there was like a domestic in there because so, yeah, you, you, make you could up. make your story of what led yeah. up to it. Yeah. How many times have you been out, especially working in London, if you've gone out to go for a coffee, you sit there, you have your coffee, and you're like, oh. and we all do it, we make up stories for people walking story? by. What's yeah. their yeah. story? Yeah. Yeah. You've literally got, in that, say if you sat there for half an hour, you have 30 minutes of at least 20 random fucking films you could yeah. have made. But yet, Hollywood directors seem to go, people want this version. They will. No, they don't. They want new. They just know that that's what yeah. made money before. Yeah, and they plug in the same thing. It's like, Eventually, yeah. they will come unstuck and they will f- cripple themselves because Netflix and Amazon Prime will go, mate, we, not, we're too keep doing originals. Funny. Many, or oh, sorry, very few films are popular because they're all white or black, mixed, whatever. That's not the reason they're popular, is it? Avengers, no. right? It's not popular because it's all or mostly white. Or it's not popular because it's got a couple of black actors in. It's popular because of the stories yeah. and the escapism and the it gives. And the, yeah, yeah. The whole package, yeah. yeah. What and that's why when uh, anybody, any human that I've never met, says anything about it, I'm like, 
they hit people that hadn't that they hit people that grew up being bullied because they liked that stuff. People when they was told you're a geek, you're a fucking nerd, which we've all fucking had because we might have liked computers, we might have liked music, we might people that had that now have Marvel and now have films that these twats that used to call us dickheads and nerds, they're going, I fucking love that film. And then when you go, you know oh, did you know this? And you're like, well, how did you know that? Because I fucking read it, you I, absolute twat of a bully. I bullion. thank the Lord for the reboot of Doctor Who because the years I spent in the, spent in the wilderness. Exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> of being afraid to say my yeah. love for Doctor Who. Exactly yeah. that. And that's what it does my I, I I've never watched Doctor Who. I, no, I, I don't it, know that why. Was my it's just, thing. Yeah. That was my thing. As and a that's what I love about it because... <laughs> As I was, I've always been. I read. I don't watch The Walking Dead, but I've read so many comics before the TV show came out. I read the comics. I love my Marvel. I love Image Comics, like Spawn and stuff. I, yeah. And I used to sit and read that, and I used to listen to my emo music that people used to beat me up for. It's like fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Look now, people fucking love it all. Yep. People want to know if you know Doctor Who. You you go to conventions oh, well. and they go, oh fuck you. Oh, you're dressed like... Um, well, it's not for that. It's for John it's, Baker. Or yeah, that's, yeah. A, oh, that's the exact name of the of. It's the only one I know. Uh, for the fact, like, say, my niece that only knows New Doctor Who, it's like, but you were there with, like, John Pertwee and Tom Baker. Yeah, and so, because yeah, they stopped learning yeah. the history. And, and, and I've got all the DVDs and all that, so do you want to have a look at this one? It's really crap because yeah. it's... Yeah, it, I mean, they, they were so old. cheap. But I yeah, said, I... But, but this is the... David Tennant as Doctor Who, I yeah. thought was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And, and he got... He got yeah. he was very well appreciated. Like, oh, taken yeah. Off, it, it, yeah. it was the one that really kicked it into... Yeah, because Christopher Eccleston was the one, the first one he of the one reboot. Season, one season. But David Tennant was the one that got it back into public yeah. domain as such. Pretty much yeah. because he was the laughable, cheeky one. Yeah, yeah. And you look at all that, and that, that is, like you say, you were a Doctor Who fan. But you couldn't tell people. Which, if you turn around and said that when you were yeah. younger, I love Doctor Who. Yeah. Fuck off, no. Yep. What? Yeah. Now, now, <laughs> fucking now, I would love to go back to anybody from when I was a little kid at primary school with skinny as fuck with bright orange hair and say to him, yeah, look at me now. I love Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Spider-Man. I love all Marvel. I love superheroes that wear fucking rubber suits. Please take a swing at me and see what happens. <laughs> because they'll be like, oh, I love it as well. Did yeah. you see this? And that I love because they've gone, let's make comics cool for everyone. So they've made this action film and it's now not, it's now taken that thing of, oh, you're a geek. We love, we're not because we love your Rambos, your Rockies, your Terminators. We, we're manly men. Now it's, well, we're all together in that. Yeah. And that was, that was filmmakers going, Let's combine it so everyone is united on that sort of front. Not a, let's randomly fucking pick something, remake it and see if we can get someone that might like it. Yeah. And think, fucking think of something that could bring people together. Like, look at it and go, what sort of music do people hate between each other? Someone, oh, you're a grunger. Like, make a film that has Seattle surroundings of the old 90s grunge music where people were wearing shitty fucking sweaty clothes and greasy hair and mix it with, I don't know, fucking a Samuel Jackson something and go, Fuck yeah, we weren't dickheads. We, yeah, yeah oh no, I wish I'd listened to Nirvana back then. I wish I listened to Poetry. Bring it together. People start going, oh, I appreciate that you was a grunger. I wish I was. prime example, again, just tweaked something in my brain. A lot of people hated Queen, Freddie Mercury. Mm. Until Bohemian, the fucking film. Until Bohemian Rhapsody came out and everybody's shouting from the fucking rooftops. And they all become lot. lifelong fans. Yeah. <laughs> where, yeah. were you, where were you lot fucking 1991 yep. when he died? You yeah. bastards. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. And that, and that is the reason why, and I've openly said to both of you, and me and you had this conversation that went on far too long, 
Remember? Yeah. When Scott was a bit drunk. And my whole point ended with Scott proving my point. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. But no, going all yeah. the way around the houses to yeah. actually agreeing with I you. I kept looking at Paul going, fucking Paul's had it. You'll get it. You will get it. But I've never been a big Queen fan. I love their music. I, I'm not a fan of Queen or whatever. I'm not going to fucking ruin And I watched the film and I appreciate so that he was... I appreciate that Freddie Mercury was the greatest fucking showman. He should have been in, if they could have made the great showman, it should be him. Yeah. He's yeah, the it great wasn't showman. Hugh Jackman, yeah. No, yeah. he and he genuinely was, and you cannot take it away. But these people that then come out the woodwork, like, oh, I've always loved Queen. Yeah. What's their best song? Oh, that that one that was in Wayne's World with the bayonet, the name of the yeah. film, yeah. But it's like you Fuck said, you. All yeah. these kids that wear Ramones t-shirts. Yeah, Guns yeah. and Roses, Beatles, the Doors, Queen, the Doors. <laughs> You're like the Doors is the worst fucking <laughs> reference. So okay. Say to someone, uh, name a Queen song, Bohemian Rhapsody. Well done. Name Guns for Paris. Name a Door song. Uh, that isn't Riders on a Storm no, or that, Light My Fire. They wouldn't know any yeah. of them. If you said Light My Fire, they go, didn't Will Young sing that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, no. Oh, terribly. So, and yeah. then you go, okay, if you don't know, name a member. Uh, um, Jim. Jim, Jim Henson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fucking Muppet creator. <laughs> they wouldn't know it because the Doors is so unique. Yeah. Same as Pink Floyd. Yeah. You see it because. Uh, right, apart from. Brick in the wall, right? Name another one. And even that, I can guarantee you find any kid under the age of 20, unless they were an actual fan who can recite 20 songs, mm. they didn't even know fucking Brick in the wall. No. And I, I, I openly admit. And, and any Pink Floyd fan will say Brick in the wall was a shit, the, 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 the shit song, the worst song they could have ever released, but it was commercial. I hand was, on heart. One, yeah. Hand on heart will say, I didn't know Pink Floyd. I'd heard. Another brick and wall because I had to do a dance to at school and I'd heard Wish You Were Here but I didn't know Pink Floyd. Once I met Paul, I fucking love Pink Floyd. I fucking love them. I listened to everything and thought that to me, they were like, I was in my 20s and I was like, this is a band that didn't care what everyone else was fucking doing. They went, mm. I loved it. And I, I, I would never have taken a piss out of someone for loving Pink Floyd because I used to listen to Slipknot. Yeah. And people would go, fuck, fuck. Yeah, what the fuck? People say our experimental Sergeant Pepper was, but you listen to some of that early Pink Floyd stuff of the late yeah. 60s yeah. as well. Experimental? Yeah. It was all fucking there. Yeah. Yeah. there. Uh, they were, technically, when you look at some rock, because I mean, I was fucking over the moon because Tall had finally allowed like streaming services to pl uh, share the music, but they were called like prog rock, like progressive yeah. rock. Yeah. Same yeah. as Dream Theater. Pink Floyd were doing that way before anyone. They were so yeah. progressive. Pink Floyd were around early, well, mid '60s. They yeah. sort of started, yeah. but called the Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah. but they were so strange. they were the originators. Sid Barrett, progressive was, um, rock. Yeah, because you didn't fucking hear that. You like what? You literally sat there. And if someone went to you, yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Fucking and it spawned this progressive rock movement that people mm. didn't know. And yeah. it was it, there in the Moody Blues. Wasn't it? Yeah, freaky at the time as well, weren't they? I fucking love the Moody Blues. Exactly, but then yeah. they developed into this mainstream sort of party yeah. type thing, didn't they? Yeah. Um, yes, was another. Yes, was more prog yeah, rock. That was Rick, early Rick Whiteman, wasn't, wasn't it? it was Rick Whiteman, yeah. Howell, See, I like those guys I like their music. I don't know who they. Are. I don't know Anderson. Rick Whiteman. Uh, if you have seen, you know he's still around on TV and that now. Long he was yeah. the uh, pianist in the group. Oh, okay. Yeah, John Anderson. You know John Evangelis. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that, what was his face? John, uh, John Anderson. What was his name? Anyway, they were all part. Yes. Mm. Um, we've been talking for about fifty minutes about everything apart from what we should be talking about. Oh yeah. Hmm. Also, I recognise that picture with the crocodile knee. Really, won't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, he, he's 
he's hung around and and he's obviously fucking funny guy he, well. he's really changed his career from this prog rock mm. member of a group to Elder almost Statesman. like a TV star he's, almost he's a big well, cricket yeah. fan he, he does a lot of cricket stuff now but yeah. he's he, he's quite funny about looking back on his career he's sort of like yeah. he looks oh, back really? and takes the piss out of himself oh, yeah, yeah. sort of thing you know it's like Look at the fucking state of me now. Was I a fucking wizard? You know. It's yeah. Just, it's like, what was I which, thinking? You know. Which is cool for your own for yeah. yourself to say. Because yeah. yeah, all of us can look back and go, "Fucking it." No. But he's, he's all like, three of us can turn around and say, "Yeah, there's things that we loved at school that we couldn't tell people because we would have fucking got yeah picked on more than we. Even, oh, I mean, I was God. massively picked on, massively picked on, purely not because of anything I liked, but as you can tell, I'm fucking orange haired. So people yeah. picked on that. Which apparently isn't a crime, by the way, because, you know... Is it not? Okay. No, because nice ginger enough. people never you, have slavery. You were their house you know? ginger. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. ginger. Yeah. Being a house ginger is legal. <laughs> that has stuck, actually, since um, Django Unchained. Yeah. Liam is our house ginger. I'm, I'm, I'm the house ginger, and, yeah, you can't... I have an orange microphone head. <laughs> Out of choice, I And, by the way, this is the microphone I'm speaking into, not on my own head. <laughs> I guess Paul just snorted as he went to laugh. But it's, we all had them fucking things that... Yeah. Look, look now, with the fact that you can do so much on a computer, you understand this, you understand anybody 20 years ago, fucking nerd, yeah. can't even fucking pick up a brick. Can't, fuck off, you cock, I could earn more money. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, seriously, you look back and you think, seriously, we genuinely, I 100% believe if we wanted to, we can make a fucking film that would be superb. 100%. Because we have all this knowledge of we don't want to just keep seeing remakes of shit. Yeah. We, but we between us, it. I think we know what an audience would go yeah. for. Well, because we, we have the script. different... Is that what we're saying? Uh, yeah. We, yeah. Script. Okay. we should fucking do it and get them guys, the Good Will Hunting Boys, to act in it. Okay. What's their names? Ben Affleck and... Uh, That's them. <laughs> Matt Damon. They're not them doing them. that well at the moment. No, give me the to direct it. Yeah. Could you fucking imagine... <laughs> If we'd done that, huh? Jesus fucking... We'd be doing a podcast going, um, excuse me if there's a delay, we're in LA at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> we were like that. We're just making a remake of Aladdin. <laughs> yes, we fucking yeah. sold out. Because yeah, Guy Ritchie's Bob was so shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was Guy Ritchie, wouldn't it? Yeah. No. Fucking Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie. No. Yeah. What pissed me off? Why wasn't Jason Statham the genie oh, game? I was going to say, fuck off, can Wasn't Vinnie Jones in it? Could you imagine? <laughs> Bullet Tooth Tony. Did you have something to do? No, no, he's been nursing there for like the last two. That's why we ain't seen him. Yeah, he's not been he's, Yeah, he's he dropped he, off the radar, yeah, didn't he? And he openly yeah. chose. To, he was like uh, Rick yeah. Morales yeah. with he oh, wanted God, to look after yeah, yeah. family and kids, yeah. which is very noble for someone like, oh, especially yeah. Vinnie Jones, because yeah. he was a fucking a bad boy in football <laughs> who then went on to do films where he was the arsehole in all of them yeah which yeah, he loved he's never played a good character no, but, but he just always gave it all up just for her because she yeah, died yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah she yeah two three weeks ago she passed away mm. but I, I love Vinnie Jones he's he's one of them sweethearts I still yeah. love that picture of him grabbing Gaz's bollock <laughs> yeah. you know that is just that that mutual respect for like fuck you you dick get, get away yeah it's yeah. <laughs> like know your fucking boundaries but yeah Guy Ritchie making Aladdin yep where the f what fucking happened to him? What planet are we living on at the moment, boys? What's going Could on? Could you <laughs> fucking yes? Could you 
could you imagine if you went back to 97, was it when Dockstock? Yeah, and then we'd say, do you know, did you know, in 20 yeah. years' time? <laughs> do you know this fucking, this sop over here is going to fucking make a copy of Aladdin? And it's going to have fucking Will Smith as the fucking genie. What, Fresh Prince? Yeah. <laughs> do you fucking know? Do you fucking know? This mug is going to fucking put the Swede of fucking Will fucking, the Fresh fucking Prince on the fucking genie. You'd be like, <clears throat> excuse me, you're swearing too much and this is bullshit. <laughs> and he went and fucking done it. Yeah, With a went. bunch of other Arabs to play other roles. Mm. Who the fuck? No wonder it flopped. <laughs> Nothing against Arabs, by the way. That's purely because you that, picked... That did sound a bit funny. It did, you did sound against Arabs. <laughs> but you picked Will Smith to oh. cover the role that Robin fucking Williams played, who we're about to go on to I was going to say, well, with this tie, this Told up you. a wee bit. I can bring anything now. <laughs> but a bunk, um, Robin Williams' legendary performance as the first big star. No, no, He no, was no, the no. first big, no, no, big no. Hollywood star. No, you're uh, adding Hollywood now, see, because that... Okay. It, <laughs> I was thinking about this today. Oh, you enough, and I knew thinking. you'd bring it up Stop somehow. thinking. <sighs> Louis Armstrong was in the Aristocats. Doing what? Um, yeah, let's play your cat. <laughs> Sing your cat. What a big role? He was a big cat. He's <laughs> <laughs> not a fat cat. He was. He was a big fat cat. Playing the was trumpet. he a main role? He was playing a trumpet. <laughs> What's your main fucking role? No, no, Zaza Gabor was one of the main roles. She was what a she famous, tennis player. She, no, she oh. was a famous actress. She was in Aris the Cat. Um, George Sanders, you always diss every time I mention George Sanders. Didn't he make chicken? No, so, so you say that every time. Oh. <laughs> but if you, most of them people don't know around the world. Robin Williams, you go, oh, Robin Williams. Zaza Gabor, George Sanders, Zaza Louis Gabor. Armstrong. Everyone knows Zaza Gabor. Because oh, do you know Louis Armstrong? You've heard of him? Doing it quickly. First thing comes to mind. Louis Armstrong. Uh, it's singing. Yeah. yeah. Do a impression. Yeah, see, told you. Exact same thing I've done. No one thinks of yeah. Aristocat. He was in the Aristocat. Yeah, he played saxophone or trumpet. Yes. Zaza Gabor. People don't know her name. She's when they been play, married so many times. Yeah, but she was in the Aristocat. People well. only know her name because they play that game where they go, well, I'm going to think of a name. You have to say Z. something. With the, Zinedine Zidane. Oh, Zaza Gabor. <laughs> That's why people know her fucking name. And Colonel Sanders. They know because they make chicken. Okay. Um, Phil Harris was in the Jungle Book. I'm just going to get a kick going through. Weren't Phil, Har- who's Phil Harris? Any singer? It, no, he was a comedian. Uh, impressionist. That was Phil Cool. Oh, I feel cool here. Close. <laughs> See? No, no, it's Phil Harris. I know Paul Harris. Got it. That's all the great mouse detective. Yeah. Vincent Price. Yeah. When was that? 80. Uh, 79, 80. Yeah. But is he, and I love Vincent Price, but is he as big as Robin Williams? Fucking bigger. Bigger no. than fucking Robin Williams? No, fuck off. At the top. Bigger than fucking Robin You fucking want to fucking fuck? Time with surprise. There you go. Fucking I no, mean, not I mean. having it. No. He might have been in it. He ain't bigger than Robin. Fucking no, eighty-six. We are so fucking close to the fucking anniversary of his death. You ungrateful fuck. You How fucking cockney you zombie lover. No, 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 How can you say Vincent Price is anywhere near? Vincent Price is a big horror legend. That Robin Williams was. Paul Stuckman because he wants to fight you. Yeah, right just can he's going to fight you. Can you get Vincent Price's IMDb? Season? I don't care how many shit movies he's made. Doesn't mean he wasn't a fucking. Star. Yeah, but he's. Oh, no, I'm not saying he's not a star. He's just nowhere near what Robin Williams was. You've woken the fucking. He doesn't react like this so much. 
He shouted over you, Scott. <laughs> you fucked him off. I think the original. Look, he's rubbing his neck like. I think. <laughs> I think the original he's argument here, ladies and gentlemen, this is getting a bit unruly here. But I think the original argument was that Liam was saying that Robin Williams was the first Hollywood star to do. Oh, you to do anime. Oh, and the first. First Hollywood star. The first oh, okay. Hollywood star. To do an to animated have a role voice. In an animated Disney movie. Okay. No, he is, wasn't. Right. But it was probably the biggest star. Oh, but then I'm thinking like of the of the caliber of Vincent Price at the time. That's a massive, massive no, name. Because Vincent Price was Legend. very much. Edward Scissorhands, did you cry when he fucking died? No. And I love horror. I, I love it. I love horror, and I love Edward Scissorhands. But the whole thing of Vincent Price being brought into that movie because he was a Hollywood fucking legend. Right. If you were ten years old, right, and you sat down to watch an animated movie, yeah, right. At the time Aladdin first came out, Ooh, you would you would have known who Robin Williams yes. was, right? Yeah. At the time of Basil the Great, Great Mouse, Mouse Detective, Detective in nineteen eighty six, yeah. If if you were ten years old at you would that time, that voice because you would not, apart from the thriller, you would not have known. Apart from thriller, so not the biggest selling album of all time. Apart from <laughs> thriller, you would not have known who the actor Vincent Price of was. You, you would not have seen you. any of his films you're as a ten-year-old. No, I'm I'm in saying (laughs) you weren't ten in eighty six. No, exactly. So this argument doesn't fucking exist. (laughs) That's the proof. I love Vincent Price. Didn't know he ever voiced a fucking Disney character. I love Robin Williams, but I know he voiced a Disney character. Okay, but there's loads more. That's your ignorance. But my fucking (laughs) ignorance. Robin Williams is the first. What's what's the argument? He's the biggest. He's the first. Big and biggest, Hollywood greatest star. to have done at the time. No, because I would say Vincent Price or some of the others I've mentioned previously. Louis I Armstrong. guarantee you, when see Louis Armstrong doesn't care if you play the saxophone. That'd be like putting BB King. Louis Armstrong. He's just playing instrument. And also, Louis Armstrong wasn't so much. He wasn't a Hollywood star. He was like a pop star. Yeah, sorry, Louis Armstrong. Yeah, he was living in a wonderful world. High society in a couple of things. But no, Vincent Price, who is also known as like a king of horror. Yes, king, king. There's a there's a clue there. Yeah, yeah. of king horror. Of, of, of horror. Yeah. He wouldn't. Any kid back when Basil forty, what's he called? Basil the <laughs> Basil Brush. Great Basil Mouse the, Detective. But I, I think Which, we might watch that. I think yeah. we're losing track of what the actual argument is. But either way, going on to the next Do film, you know we're, we're doing a podcast. Yes. Yeah, so going on to the next film, I'm going to end our conversation with the fact that. Um, the next film stars the first and greatest and biggest star to appear in a Disney film, Robin Williams. The stinkingpaws at gmail.com. Um, before we go into that, we need to go into movie roulette. Yes. Spin the wheel. Four, eight, five. Ah. It's near the end of the sequence. 
which means it's probably shit. A Kirakura Sour? <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I need you to go back to the BAFTAs mm. and pick a best, <laughs> a best supporting actor from the 1930s. So find out the BAFTA winners in, 19, in 1930 to 1939 and pick any of their movies. Yeah. Spin again. With the greatest respect, Scott. Spin again. Fuck, Fuck off. off. <laughs> Would you like to spin again? Yes, please. This is the joy. I'm not even going to Google that. <laughs> this is the joy of it. All I thought then was Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> Three, six, two. Go back to the 1920s. <laughs> Could you imagine this keeps going backwards? You're like, the first film ever made, watch it. Which well, wouldn't be too bad because I think the first film ever made was like six, yeah, like 30 minutes, 30 seconds. Do you ever get the feeling Paul's drawn the short straw? Oh, go on. Oh. <laughs> 362, a werewolf movie made before 1950. Oh, I can't, I can't even choose American Werewolf from London. <laughs> Fuck off! You get the Wolfman. You get the Wolfman, yeah, yeah, the original, yeah. Oh, Jesus. What is my third subject that I'm going to pick g- from? Should we, should we give Paul five spins, <laughs> I think? Jesus oh, I just, just see what the third one is. Please let it be a vampire film before 1920. <laughs> Spin again, Paul. You need to pick a transgender film before 1932. <laughs> no, there wasn't one. <laughs> Turns out there was. Ninety-one. Films from ninety-one. <laughs> A movie starring Bruce Lee. Oh! <laughs> Shall we give him two extra spins? Because I really think, for from Paul in particular, the first two were shit. For me, one shit. End of the Dragon. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's probably physical words. No, I, no, it's English. Yeah, but it's oh, no, honestly, I don't like Bruce Lee. Okay. I really can't stand martial arts films. Uh, mm. I need to go. Yeah. Should we give him two bonus spins? No. Cost him a ten. Just one more. One more. Four, nine, six. Two more, though. <laughs> we just don't like that number. No, just the higher you go, the worse it gets. That's right, I need to go back to just check what that actually said. Oh, it's, it's a BAFTA winning one again. Oh, what? From 1920s? Pick a film that was the best supporting actress of, ni- of the 1950s. So basically you get ten actresses to choose from, but you can choose all of their filmography. So you're saying this without even looking at what's out there. You don't know. There could be... It could have been Marilyn Monroe. It could be something like it fucking off. You know, it could be so, anything. That's a new film. Something like it fucking off. off. Now you've angered Scott. Something like it fucking off. You That was a sequel. <laughs> yeah. It's a porn version. The porn version. Something like it off the fucking trauma. Right. Best... Porting actress... Bastard. Oh, you're not going to find them. You're going to have to research this. I'm going to give you one more spin. If you you don't tickle your fancy, mate, we're going to have to just. We'll just do two next. (laughs) Forty-five. 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 A movie 
Please be kind to me. Please. A movie starring Elliot Gould. Ah, someone Someone he's heard of. (laughs) I think you'll go for that. Yeah, I I think. You've got five choices, but as I say. If that didn't work, would he just carried on until he got through every Yeah, because that's the whole point point of movie roulette, isn't it? We'll just pick. (laughs) Don't like it. Don't go. Like again. (laughs) 500 spins, (laughs) and he's got the first one. Until you get the untouchables. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a break. We're going to be back with the world according to God. T.S. Garp. What's T.S. stand for? Terribly sexy. I used to be terribly shy, but I changed. If I'd been out till quarter to three, would you lock the door? Now make it easy on yourself. Don't be a baby Duncan. Say da-da. <laughs> Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? I hate to use a corny line like this, but haven't I seen you before? You like football? Oh, yeah, I used to watch it quite a bit. Well, you might have seen me. I was a tight end with the Philadelphia Eagles. Send me a postcard, drop me a line, stating point of view. T.S. Garp. Not the bastard son of Jenny Fields! I'm gonna be safe here. Indicate precisely what you mean to say. You're sincerely wasting away. We are civilized people, and civilized people obey rules. You have one hell of a way of making converts to civilization. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? What does the TS stand for? Terribly sad. Used to be terribly sexy, but I, but it changed. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Okay, chaps, it's The World According to Garp, released on the 13th of August, 1982, in the USA, directed by George Roy Hill. Why do we know George Roy Hill? It sounds English. Because he's directed something that we know. Yep. Butch Cassidy and a Sundance Kid. Uh, think about and one we reviewed. The Sting. Think about one we reviewed not so long ago. If you're looking on the internet... <laughs> It's obviously he's going to fucking yeah, no, know. It's Paul's researching the shot. I was looking out the window and I saw How did he know? I'm like, oh, yeah. there he goes. He's done Slapshot. The same well. guy that directed Slapshot. <laughs> Starring Robin Williams, Mary Beth Her. Starring. <laughs> Mary Beth Her. <laughs> Come on, Mike Tyson, you can do this. Starring. Sorry. Mary Beth Her. <laughs> I can do this. It's okay. It's okay, okay. Got this. Starring. Starring Robin Williams. Difficult <laughs> <laughs> to say. Didn't even say Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. <laughs> Come on, Sylvester the Cat. You can do this. Don't worry, talk about it. Starring Robin Williams <laughs> in The World According to God. You sound like the guy, the, the gay dancer. <laughs> Mary Beth Hurt. 
should have Glenn Close. Oh, I wish I didn't know you. Glenn Close. <laughs> Was she? John Lithgow, Hume Cronin, and Jessica Tandy. This is the reason we're reviewing this movie is because of Jessica Tandy. <laughs> and why did you pick this film, Paul? Because it had Jessica Tandy in it. But we hadn't. Well, we we spoke about why you didn't pick any other Jessica Tandy movies. Paul, mm. what's the movie about? <laughs> in, in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long-ass movie yes. about Garp who develops into a writer but his mother becomes a more successful writer about feminist shit which is absolute bollocks <laughs> yeah the feminist side of it is so outrageous and okay. illogical have you ever seen this film before Paul I thought I had but I'm not so sure on the second watch or possibly first watch <laughs> yeah, I have, but only in the second watch I realised I hadn't. <laughs> I'd definitely heard of it. I'd heard of it, I'd never seen it. So what did we know about this movie before we saw it? Not a lot. Nothing. Nothing, exactly, right. This is the weird thing, because it's a very, very famous book, apparently. Is it? Yeah, it was a bestseller, 1978, something like Yeah, that. John Irving. John Irving, who wrote Hotel New Hampshire. Didn't he also help write the film, though? Because I yes. saw his name come up yeah. on the credits at yeah. the start. Now, I, I was aware of it. I, I knew the name. We all knew that as soon as, like Paul said, like, The World According to God, we all went, oh, yeah, Robin Williams. We knew that. That's as much as we all knew. Mate, he was... Do you know Robin Williams, right? He was the first star of a Disney film. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this little fact that Scott didn't know about. <laughs> I went in completely blind to this. I didn't read the synopsis. I didn't watch any trailers. No, I'd Same seen, not, seen yeah. nothing whatsoever of it. Right. Now, for anybody else that doesn't know the movie, they'll probably have the same reaction because once you've watched it and you try to explain it to somebody, right? what, what's, what's this movie about? Well, there's a couple of assassination attempts. There's a murder. Yeah. Teenage sex. Adultery, penises being bitten off. Yeah, yeah. You've got baby penises ba being shown. <laughs> You've got like, baby penises being shown. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's not an adult with a <laughs> dick. That's actually the baby's penis. You've got a group of people that cut their own tongues off in support of a teenage rape victim. Anyone would think this is a Charles Manson cult film. <laughs> I was just about to say it's probably like a David Lynch nightmare yeah. or something like that. Definitely. And then the best part of it. Is John Lithgow. <laughs> it as, fucking is. is as a transsexual ex fucking football ex player. Ex Philadelphia Eagles tight end. Right. And do you know yeah. what's great about that? Is he chose the role tight end. <laughs> <laughs> People would not pick that up. But if you're going to be a tranny and you as an ex NFL, if you're a tight end, there's a reason now you're a tranny. Paul, come on, you 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 selected this movie. What did you think? It was um, different. It's, I love Robin Williams, but it was definitely not one of his better films. Mm -hmm. I can't criticise his performance, Yeah. Um, but the plot of the film was a bit shit all over the place. Um, it was not so much the world according to Garp, but the world according to Garp's mum. That's true, actually, yes, um, yeah. 
it was very feministic. Yeah. Um, in a extremely, I, I don't know if it was trying to be realistic or patronising, in a comedic way, um, because it, it just was ridiculously feministic in in the fact of the people cutting off their tongues to support a rape victim that had their tongue cut out, and it. So certain parts of the humour, I don't know if it was trying to be funny or trying to be serious, mm. and that's where it lost its comedy value yeah, yeah. because you were confused as to whether right. it was trying to be. And if you should you go for rape out, or not, you can you can work out what genre it was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. I, I enjoyed the first half. Sorry. Sean and Charlie, come. If I knew it, I knew it do that. I enjoyed doing. Right. I knew it, I knew it. I wish I'd said that. It would have got a loud laugh. It would have been like, He would have done a Jimmy Carl laugh. I said, baby, wait. And what did you enjoy about it? Relax. The end. <laughs> I enjoyed the first sort of part of the film where it's going from his adolescence up to his teenage years and he's sort of obviously got this crush on this girl that he knew as a yes, kid. Yes, a neighbour, Yeah. Was it Helen? Was, wasn't Helen the neighbour? Yeah. It was the what one about playing doctors and nurses who, who or whatever. Who was the one and, that was yeah. watching, wasn't she? Yeah. yeah, and the neighbour... I'm sure... Was the neighbour not Helen, the one that he ended up marrying? No, 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 he Poo. meets her at college. Helen he meets oh, at college. He, oh. married, he married Pooh. No. No, he didn't marry oh, Pooh. No, Pooh's the one that killed Pooh's him. the one that fucking... Sh Did he die or not? No. He's happily talking <laughs> in that fucking helicopter going, oh, I'm flying. I'm fl and then they go to a song as if it's really sad. I'm like... I'm but he wasn't talking out of breath. No, I'm assuming he lived... We just spoiled the whole ending of the film. Yeah. Um, Either way, Robin Williams dies. <laughs> it, it, it's a story of a guy's life from birth. We think death. We're not yeah, it, it's actually misleading. Uh, I, I think. suppose it would make sense that he dies because it's the world according to God from birth to death. So that would yeah, but that would explain why it's called that because it's his life from going. He was born and raised in this mother who actually raped a dying soldier yeah yes. that's Basically. not really which which might I fucking add the whole and I told you I was about to get angry in this the whole bullshit feminist movement in this film she raped a dying soldier that kept getting erections just to get pregnant yep you utter cunt <laughs> Glenn Close your character was a cunt. That's that's actually true. She to raped the novel. a man. That is true to the novel. I mean, fair play for being true to a novel, but mm. you raped a man in a movement you're then classing as feminist mm -hmm. by going, "Well, this woman was raped and had a cunt uh, tongue cut off, a cut tuck off, <laughs> cunt tuck off." <laughs> she had a cunt. <laughs> she had a cunt tucked off, which means they put it inside out and it becomes a dick. But <laughs> she had a tongue cut off. Shut up, Paul! Right, so she has her tongue cut off and she's like all in favour of all oh, these girls need to do the same thing to enlighten them fucking selves because a girl was raped. You're creating a... What she created was some fucking Charles Manson 
yeah, bullshit followers. movement. It was a cult. Oh, followers, most, she, yeah. It? yeah. She created a fucking helter skelter cult of you will do what we say and write on pieces of paper, not touch a man, not get touched by a man, not speak to a man because they raped someone years before. But don't worry, I sat on a dying soldier's cock and got pregnant. That is the strangest part of the movie. There's some very strange Which parts a lot of in this gets, movie, but that is the strangest and part. And I think that I guarantee that'd be the part that gets avoided by a lot of people. Well, you, it's, you it's see not the dwelt upon, is it? At the, no. beginning. At the beginning, it's mentioned. This is where Jessica Tandy comes in, which we've got to mention. Jessica Tandy plays her mother with Hugh yeah. Cronin, who was Jessica Tandy's real-life husband. And she tells the story of how she becomes pregnant. Mm. Which, as Liam said, she she sat on the erect yep. cock of a paralysed, yep. dying soldier. Technical World sergeant Garb. Garb, World War Two soldier. Yeah. Yeah, and which is how Garb gets his name. T. S. Garb. Yep. T. S. Doesn't mean anything. It comes from technical sergeant. Technically sexy. Technically sexy. Yeah, that's such a brilliant name to have because you can tell anyone. Yeah. Oh, why'd you call that? Technically sad. <laughs> what do you feel for you? <laughs> Technically sexy. Oh really? <laughs> Totally sure. Yeah, and I wasn't sure if you guys had picked up on it because it was really sort of skimmed over at the beginning before we get into the, the main cr- crux of the story, which then develops into like mm. it's, it's, it's bizarre, isn't it? Because we go through the whole we go through his whole life, as we say. Sorry, just quickly. Mm. The reason he was called Garp was Garp was all he was able to utter as he was severely brain damaged in combat. So that's she raped a fucking mong. <laughs> she raped a mong. Fucking could have called. She t- raped a fucking mong ball. Could have been called T.S. Crayon. Another <laughs> <laughs> baller. She raped a mong. She fucking 1980 fucking two. She raped a mong who was dying and then created a feminist. At the fucking feminist bullshit. <laughs> Okay. Could your voice get any higher? It can in a minute, Scott. All right. There's a rape pop there. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking bullshit. She raped a mong. Why didn't I read this? Let me read this to you. Here we go. She encounters a dying Borg turret gunner sergeant known only as T.S. Garp, who was severely brain damaged in combat. Do you know in... um, Sorry, my voice is still high pitched. Because this is brilliant. Do you know who she raped? The guy who pushes the shopping trolleys in Hot Fuzz. Who just walks away and goes, Garp. Garp. <laughs> <laughs> she raped the shopping trolley guy who just says Garp in Hot Fuzz. He's Garp. 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 <laughs> oh, oh, Paul, you should never unleash that to the world because this has just fucked up the film. So we've just linked these two movies together. Hot Fuzz. <laughs> oh, Robin Williams, what was you signing up to? Garp. <laughs> Paul, that was that was a penis fart by Paul. Sorry about that noise. He just queefed. He queefed. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, that's sorry. Garp was the noise that the mong that she raped. You can't say mong Liam. Mong. Please. Mong Liam. Don't call me a mong Liam. You can't say mong Liam. <laughs> so she scratched the tape. So, um, Mrs. Uh, Where's well, uh, Jenny Fields? Jenny Fields. She, against consent and ill will, <laughs> had sex with a dying paraplegic, brain, brain damaged, brain dead, brain dead yeah. 
soldier who kept getting erections as when she was telling the um the was it a dean or something at the college who thought he caught her son when he fell off the roof but he didn't he caught the gutter on his head she was telling him then that she he kept getting erections so she sat on his erection as garp even said himself she sat on the erection and got pregnant she raped a dying man how can you explain this movie to anybody that has, has never seen it? I ended this film, yeah. and I, I said this earlier to the climax. Uh, no, I come, so it's all right. <laughs> I watched this film, cock in hand. No, I watched this film, and I, and I watched it all the way through. I didn't even skip something. I didn't fucking dwindle off. I watched every bit because I love Robin Williams, and I own that. That hmm. I watched it to the end, turned it off, and went, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> What, what was I supposed to have seen from? Hmm. What do you know? You, you watch a film and you kind of get something from it where you're like, "Ha fuck him! I'm glad he died." Or "Ha fuck her! I'm glad." You you get something from it. Yeah, you what get some sort of resolution. Yeah. What did we get from it? Did I get that I hate feminists? Did I get that he didn't deserve to die because of some feminist bullshit movement? Did, either to me, either way it plays out is that the feminist movement fucked up people that didn't deserve to be fucked up that's what his mum died because she followed some Ellen such and such yeah. movement who was raped and lost her tongue yeah. Ellen James Ellen James she follows that movement even though Ellen James doesn't want it but she can't speak because yeah. she has no tongue he then writes a book in defence of her who she's fine with and she says that's fine because she does that hand on heart thing like, yep. and he gets the taxi go he dies defending her feminist right yes but dies because of his mum's bullshit feminist right either way he dies of some bullshit feminist right is that that kind of feels like what I'm getting I don't know what the moral of the story is because like you say there's always like a beginning a middle and an end to a film yeah. hopefully you know we get a first act second act third act this was just a bit bizarre to me I, I, I like the film I'm not saying I didn't I didn't like it 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 was just intriguing. I was just watching it, just wondering where it was going to go. I think that's why I watched all the way through for yeah, over two going, hours. Where, like, where, yeah, because you always thought, well, it's going to explain something. It's going to yeah. have a purpose but, but it, in it, a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's because I text dipshit over here, yeah. and he said to me, he "Gets better, like get some good, like uh, a couple of good jo- scenes, it's a couple of good jokes or something in a bit. It's something like, something along them lines. You said it, you but it wasn't. It wasn't boring. It wasn't. No, and there was some good bits. Yeah." That you like I said it, it is it's very strange as it goes on it ended it just yeah it was it was one of those films that ended went without explaining anything I tell you what that fuck it and I'm gonna say the wrong word it's got your top version that fucking mong that <laughs> yeah. watches him with the sister when she's younger that who? doesn't speak who? who yeah who then watches him when he's a teenager yeah and doesn't speak who then fucking shoots him yeah who the fuck his wife watches the dumb cunt walk through the gym when he's resting like, oh, there's a, there's a nurse. Is she still there? Oh, she's got a gun out. Oh, she's shot. He got fucking... Seriously. This is the wrong, the worst film for any woman who ever thinks a feminist movement is right. Yeah. Perhaps that's the message. I, that's what I was trying to, to work out. Was it... 
Was it a film that was actually taking the piss out of feminist movements, or was it a film supporting feminist movements? Because imagine you showed that to a feminist and they went, "Oh, brilliant!" And then shooting a man, you're like, because the extreme of cutting out your old your own tongue because you are a boy, (laughs) you are a boy, (laughs) because the eleven year old that got raped had her tongue cut out, or it's like was that a piss take because that's showing how stupid these women were getting in supporting the feminist movements or was it an actual realistic thing of saying well this is what we should do it it didn't explain itself and it wasn't clear enough whether it was funny or serious it took everything away from for me looking at it I mean I know Glenn Close is a big star great actress actress, yeah Yeah. Um, shit politician took everything away from what Robin Williams was doing in that film yeah because it's like he was always chasing something and I mean and I know it was only what his second film second big film uh, Popeye was the one before yeah Yeah. and I mean she got nominated for an Oscar for best actor in a supporting role she wasn't that's exactly that I would not say Robin Williams was is it the because main. he birthed him that she's the supporting role? No, because he's the title character. Yeah, but he wasn't. That's he, bad, though. He spent that. less time on film than she did, I'm well, sure. I don't know. No, that's that's bad. Bad. I, mean, <coughs> I know he was on it for his little bits at college stuff, but she had the biggest parts on camera. The most important parts. No, it was John Lifcoe. The most important parts because... <laughs> I mean, John Lifcoe was the best actor in the whole fucking film. Do you know what? I, I, I love John He Lif- made that I love John Lifcoe anyway. I... Uh, and uh, again, even now, again, the link to signs mm. with Mel Gibson. He played Will Farrell's dad in um, Daddy's Home, oh, where Mel Gibson that. played Mark uh, Wahlberg's dad. <laughs> and he was, he was and nominated so for Best Actor. See, role, he deserved so. it because you know uh, you've seen Dallas Buyers Club, haven't you? Yes. When uh, Jared Leto yeah. got the um, yeah Joker. Yeah, I was thinking Joker. <laughs> when Jared Leto got oh because he's done as a training, I'm like yeah, he got Best Supporting Actor. John Lithgow done that. 1982, spot on. Do you know what I thought it was? It was more um, Bruce Jenner. Yeah, huh. that's fucking why. Exactly. Just, I just thought Bruce Jenner as soon yeah. as that character. And the reason as well, Jared Leto, who's a beautiful man. He's not a handsome man. He's beautiful yeah. because he's so feminine. Yeah. He looks like a young Courtney Cox, and that's strange. That's very bizarre. Yeah. And yeah, he's also a triple fucking threat because Jared Leto is a singer, a model, and an actor. <laughs> Why couldn't the cunt? We why couldn't the cunt let us have one? But fair play to him. Yeah, he played a tranny and he done it well because he's a beautiful man. Fair play to him. I have no issue with that. John Lithgow, who is a six foot three, yeah, six foot three man, just, just a hulk of a guy. Yeah. Who yeah. who says in it he was a fucking and a tight end isn't a small position in NFL. <laughs> he played a tight end in the NFL for the Philadelphia Eagles and become a woman. That's a bigger thing. Than anything you could imagine. How is that not? How did I not know about this in a film? How is that not mentioned, especially in 2019, of a guy <coughs> playing a trans man to a woman from an exactly. NFL manly right. man's position? For us three that were pretty much unaware of this movie, we knew the title of the movie going into this. That was it. We yeah, knew it was, was Robin Williams. Yeah. We knew it was 82. We knew it was the world according to God. I never knew about John Lithgow. No, I didn't. It, Paul no. texted me. Paul, when Paul texted me, he was like, oh, John Lithgow plays. I was like, and at the same point, when you read it, you kind of think, 
I forgot who John Lithgow is. Until I looked online, I was like, oh, I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly because I think right. the third one from the sun. So, so why is that not on his CV? Why do we? Why do you only see Harry and the Hendersons? Yeah, or cliffhanger exactly. or something like That's that. That's what I think. Yeah. Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, or so, the sun. yeah, yeah. But I don't think it was a bad movie. I just think the premise was. It was a confused like, movie. You, you guys are a lot more sort of like dwelling on the subject matter. For me, you know how I look at movies. I'm looking at the actors, the direction, and shit like that. Um, what 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 frustrated you two the most? You're frustrated, I can tell. You're frustrated by the movie. I think for me, I, the the fact the story didn't really transpire into anything that was going to have a start, a beginning, and an end. That's what I was just about to say because it wasn't that three part process. Yeah. yeah. yeah? It had nothing. It literally. But does had... a story have to have that? Does a film have to but have it, that? It has to have something to make you go. Do you know what? I'm glad that worked out. Or I'm glad it didn't work out. But then sometimes, glad, okay. Sometimes when we watch a movie where it's a bit open ended and we think, oh, oh yeah, I like that. Then yeah. It gives us the chance to. No, think if it makes you think. Open ended. Yeah. yeah. Not open. This wasn't open-ended. Was yeah. This was just was, open. Was yeah. there a conclusion? We, we don't know if he died or not. No. Is this what we're That's saying? the only thing. It's that... Because he's again, talking clearly. He's not it, that breath going... Again, I, I'm flying. He's yeah. like... Helen, <laughs> I am your father. He talks clearly. <laughs> yeah. And the title, right? The World According to Garp. Yeah. This is his vision of the world. And yet... A lot of it... His concentrates mom, on his mum yeah. and the feminist movement and it's like it it shouldn't have been called that unless oh, ah, right so that's what threw you unless yes. okay. unless unless Paul this is bullshit by the way but what if mm-hmm. the world according to Garp is according to mum. the Garp that yeah she is Garp because she had sex with Garp Garp <laughs> I push trolleys, Garp. She has sex with Garp, so it's the world according to her. But yet we're led to believe because Robin Williams is this new up-and-coming actor. So looking back now, you're like, we go, Robin Williams is the star at that time. Glenn Close is the star. Yeah, because this was only is Robin Williams' second, second movie. movie after Popeye. Yeah. So is, is it, which either way still makes it not as great, but is it Glenn Close's world according to Garp? And she's translating through her own son of like, this is how things should be. This what should like the fact that his wife cheated on him, bit off another man's cock by accident because the car crashed. But either that's way, that's the funniest bit in the movie. But either way, she was accommodating to her in her own home afterwards. When her own son was pissed off coming to Sam's piano, she hugs her daughter-in-law, not her own son. It sounds like that was a euphemism. Could be <laughs> Sam's but piano. She she doesn't do that. She doesn't comfort her own son. She comforts the woman. Mm. Yeah. So is she he's the part? Himself from mm. her, isn't yeah. He? yeah. But is she going well? Because he's the male part. I'm going, Fuck you. Because his dad means the nothing. Side of things, yeah. yeah. So is it the world according to Garp, as in the word Garp? Her. Uh, I'm, I'm literally trying to make this something that might seem better than her son has no evidence. Because if you base it on the fact that her son is called T. S. Garp, it's not the world according to him. Other than he, the world according to him is. You were born, you live a little, right. you love a little, you die. Can I? Just, Which is life. Mm-hmm. I just... No, you can't. Right, so... He's going to. 
a film critic from the Chicago Sun-Times gave the film three stars out of four, which he was entertained but unmoved, mm-hmm. which I think isn't a bad description. A palatable interpretation of the novel, considering it wonderfully well written, yet cruel, annoying and smug. Right. This is the big thing. Like, How many times have you gone... I don't know how much you guys read or whatever, but you've read a novel and then you do a you see a an adaptation, yep. a movie adaptation, you think bastards have ruined, yep. mm. ruined my yeah. book. Yeah, because you can put so much more in a book. Right. Yeah. You, is this book, a case you think that the book is so much more better than the film? This film has actually really not been true to the to the novel. I, this is the impression I'm getting from yeah. reviews like that that Paul's pointed out. Yeah, I've because seen, you wouldn't. It's look at it. Mm. It was remade, and now even Stephen King said, because he watched the sequel, yeah. the second part of the new, <laughs> the new one. Yeah. yeah, and he said uh, that's exactly how I, I wrote this. Perfect. And that alone is, but yet everyone, including myself, and I hate fucking clowns. I loved <laughs> Tim Curry as it because it wasn't as scary as the fucking newest one was. Because that clown is a cunt, but Tim Curry's one was just a lesser of a cunt. So yeah, it might, be, it may be. This, that people I, I, have read it and I gone. Think, it's 1982, remember? I'm sorry. There is another film critics review, which mm. I think is brilliant. Uh, Pauline Kale wrote... Pauline Kale, famous Pauline yeah. Kale. Yeah. There's no feeling of truth in either the book or the movie, and that this generally fateful adaptation seems no more and no less than a castration fantasy. Oh. See, that <laughs> I'd agree with. <laughs> it is. Not only literally near the end, but yeah. metaphorically throughout the film. It, it felt like... To me, if you're going to name a film The World According to Garp, which is if if you're going by the fact that you've named your son T.S. Garp after his dad, okay, it should be The World According to Him. He is born... This is 1982, so there was no, oh, we're going to have a gender-neutral cunt. This is... He's a boy... He's born a boy, he has a penis, he's a boy, science. If it's the world according to how he grew up, there is no feminist fucking movement. Because it's the world according to him. Otherwise, it's his mum's dictated to him what he's seen, and he's going, oh, this is the world according to me and what my mum said. Well, so then it should be the world according to Garp and what his mum told him to believe. Well, it's the, it's the world according to Garp as, as, as what he sees. Yeah, but yet, yeah. he uh, it weren't till the death of his little boy, Walt, that he went to live there. Other than that, he was trying to avoid that to try and correct that. So what you're saying is like Garp's world has always been dictated by Mum. Yeah. Up to that point. Yeah. And they, they for me, I, I, again, like anything, I just, I mean, this was 1982. So, okay, I get the feminist movement then because. 1982, it wasn't as wanky and bullshit as it, it is right was, now. Oh, it I was, don't know, mate. Come it was on, a lot of burn, started your, in the burn 60s, your bras and everything. Sake, didn't it? it? All that. Mate, I wasn't yeah. born. So. Yeah, no, it was. It had been going on for a long, long. Don't forget, this is not set in 1982. Yes, he was born at the end of the war. So if you're talking, he's in his 30s. So he's 60, 70s. Yeah, this is creeping into the 80s. On the sense of like the. Um, Lithgow with being a transgender mm. yeah. it's like I, I'm, look, I'm watching this because it's the first time I've ever watched so I'm, watch, I'm looking at this through a 2019 yeah, political eyes. standpoint yeah. eyes and that as a transgender I was thinking cause I, I don't know why I kept thinking 80s and 82 but 
probably because when it came out, mm. I was thinking, yeah, that's that's the difficult part of being a transgender at any point before now. Yeah. That's that's what probably why I thought he was the standout of the whole entire film because it was revolutionary. He'd done it fucking it? well, mm. and he stood by it. Not just a guy wanting to be one, an NFL fucking player. Yeah. Which you go back then, that's like being a fucking rugby player going, but I want to be a woman. It's, it's not even that, it's the fact that John Lithgow just fucking acted his socks. Oh, it, yeah, and best performance in the film. Him and Robin Williams connected. Yeah. They even kiss properly on the lips when they say goodbye, which, yeah. we, I mean, unless you're fucking anti girl, you're like, oh, it's gay kiss. But they connected because it's like, yeah. they both know the comedians, they both know they're doing this for a role, they both know it's probably going to have been hard for someone back then to have gone, I'm a man, I want to be a it's woman. It's going to be controversial. It would have got an exotic yeah. or whatever. It and as John Lithgow said, the people, like his character, Roberto, the people in that house, like he says to himself, just come away. Yeah. They're, they're a different sort. Like, that's why they connect, because he's yeah. seeing this. He's still a man that he may have transitioned to a woman, but he still knows what it's like to be a man in that yeah. woman, in that world, and what he should and shouldn't do. Mm. And I, I, it's just that fucking angry sort of like, don't speak to when he tries to help that woman up, he's falling out of self. Ah, ah, ah. You're like, what? And when Pooh turns around and goes, Art, up, that annoyed me because I was yeah. like, You've grown up now, you actually know how to say, Good, up. Yeah. I don't care, you haven't cut your own tongue out yet. You're still just going, Had she? Or had she not? Not even that. if you, not, no. a, not the early, not when even she was if you, oh, right, okay, even if you yeah. cut your, if you cut your tongue out completely, you won't be able to go, Oh. Okay. You'd be like you'd be able to you wouldn't be able to because your tongue could hit something like that. <laughs> it's just that whole at the funeral, his own fucking mum's funeral. What feminist movement would turn around and go? That's his that that's a man. He can't come to his own mother's funeral. Mm. To me, it just felt like an angry. We, hang on, it an angry like, femi- anti-feminist. It movement. sounds like you were getting angry at the movement. You, I was because it's yeah. bullshit. <laughs> I'm not being funny. If my mum didn't lay clear lines as to whether yeah. it was a piss take or whether it was serious, I, th- I think the problem is that we don't know the novel. We n- we never read the source but material. E- so. Either way, I watched it and know what it was about. Yeah, I've watched this film and don't know what it's about, okay. so I shouldn't have to okay. read the book. No, no, I'd stand That's that, poor yeah. directing from whoever made it, because Hill. <laughs> yeah, George, that dipshit. Because you would think to yourself, you're going to explain. That as Paul said, this is a piss take of feminist movement, or this is a pro-feminist movement. If it's right. pro, oh, I see what you're saying. If it's there, pro, right. you have genuinely fucked off an angry situation, especially in nineteen eighty-two when you've released this. You've just fucked off men for the next twenty years by going, yeah, because you're all fucking scum, and we're going to cut right. for tongues. Yeah. Okay, let's see if this actually lays a bit of foundation to how this develops. Right, John Irving, who wrote the book. Hmm. Starred in the film. Yeah. His mother. As a wrestling referee. Oh, he's one. Oh, right. Okay. He was, he was actually yeah, there. Okay. Referee, yeah. Right. His mother was not married at the time he was conceived. Right. The author. He was the a author, bastard. Right. So who's the bastard Gop? Irving never met his biological father. Just like Gop. As a child, he was not told anything about his father. And he baited his mother that unless she gave him some information about him, in his writing, he would invent his father and the circumstances of how she got pregnant. So yeah. this is a basically... A vicious a, a twat. Sort of right. fictitious life story of himself. Yeah. The mother replied, go ahead, dear. 
and he's angry because he still doesn't know fuck all about his dad. So he's, yeah. so he's, he's made up this written, bullshit from his mum. He's written this novel, which is, I think it was his fourth novel, okay? Mm. In 1981, so this was three, four years after the novel was published, yeah. Time magazine quoted his mum saying, there are parts of Garp that are too explicit for me. Read into that word. Yeah. So basically, he's too explicit. His mum's not made shown up or too explicit, or too close yeah. to the truth. Mm. She's not explained fuck all to her son. Yeah, and he's gone. Do you know what? I'm gonna fucking just write. What you've not told me anything, so I'm just gonna elaborate on I'm you see what this and try to make out that like my dad was. Because if you don't tell anyone, like anyone doesn't have a dad, they've been told something about their father, which is why they don't care. They don't have one. Whereas if you're told nothing about them. Nothing whatsoever. Name, nothing. I'm like, oh, t-. You're going to start going, why won't you tell me more? Then you start having that um, that feeling of your mum's the fucking arsehole. So you start, yeah, so this is, is it John Irving? Yeah. He's then wrote this book on, my mum's not necessarily been 100% true, so I'm going to elaborate this on. My dad was a I'm fucking in, pilot. I'm going to invent yeah. the father. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm going to invite, invent this father that I wish I'd had, but my mum has now started, she won't tell me anything. So, you know that you know when you've seen them films and read that stuff where it's like, yeah, my mum won't let me go and play because she's a she's a bitch, she's a whore, she, <laughs> and they start making up this sort of thing. He's, he's just done this and made it into a film, which could be fine, but you've chosen one of the up and coming legendary comedians to play no, your no, we're, role. We're talking about the novel. This was no, that's what I mean. Me, but yeah. like, because he also had input. He made he helped make the film, and he was in yeah. there. He had input into it. Okay. So for him to do that, you're like. You've gone with an up and coming who at the time was making TV shows were hilarious. You've gone with him to play your role. I think you look for me. I looked at it and I love Robin Williams. I looked at yeah. this like he's gonna have some bits. I'm like, haha, typical. Yeah. And I was like, the man's been screwed over left, right, and fucking. You, you can see tiny, tiny little bits where he wants to be funnier than he is. Yeah. Do you know and, and like where he's struggling to keep it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like he's holding back. Like, yeah. Do you know what I thought was like really frustrating or quite interesting at the same time? Morecambe and Mindy was like 1978 yeah. to 1982, yeah. which is when this film was made. He made Popeye in the middle of that. Yeah, sequence. 80, so, yeah. yeah. 82, obviously, this is going to be his first big movie after Morecambe and Mindy, his first you know, big screen after the TV success that he's had. And he chooses this. Yeah, yeah. Why did he not choose something that... What would have been about at that time, Paul, 1982? Would it have been Richard Pryor type Gene Wilder movies? tell you what, would it have been... a, a movie he would have been much better in. Tootsie. Perfect. Yeah, he would Dustin have been Hoffman. so much. Yeah. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman. I love Dustin Hoffman, yeah. but he genuinely would but have done that. Can you people. imagine Robin Williams in that role? Because he'd done it in Mrs. He'd Doubtfire. Done it in Mrs. Doubtfire. But, exactly. but <laughs> this is us saying this looking back retrospectively. Yeah. If at that time... Would you have looked at someone that was fine being an alien, fine being very candid on camera and joking about? Would you have thought then, could he play like a transvestite, like a transvestite dressing up? That's would it have been like him or his agent saying, "Yeah, well, hang on a second, on, he's you new need to, to this, do something a bit different. Let's, yeah. let's go something a bit serious. Yeah, let's see yeah. what he can do." Yeah, which may for Robin Williams may have prepped him. Sorry for how he ended up acting in yeah. Goodwill Hunting. It may have helped him for that. Just yeah. looking back, I could probably guarantee if you if he was alive today, fucking rest his soul, that he probably wouldn't say that was his one of his favourite films we've ever made. Probably not, but it was the one that. It's one that springboarded it a little bit, you know. I mean, I never knew fuck all about it, but I knew about Popeye. Yeah. 
So, and Popeye was before it. I had no idea. Can you get a list of Robin well, Williams films? We said this yeah. before. I mean, there's Moscow on the Hudson, which I think was after this, but the massive, massive one was 86, which was uh, Good, uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, there's, there's, there's nothing up to that point. Right. Uh, let's go in order. Oh, bless him. I love Robin Williams. It's a shit bit about my birthday. So, mm. so Popeye, obviously, first, then this. The Survivors, not heard of. Moscow on the Hudson, you mm. said. Yeah. Best of Times, Club Paradise, Seize the Day, Good Morning Vietnam, 87. Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Yep. Yep. Dead Poets uh, Society. Dead Poets. And that's it. Cadillac Man. Awakenings. Awakenings. Great film. It may have been, especially with Awakenings and Fisher King, of is this something that helped to progress that? Is this a stepping stone film? Which I think probably. Because it may be... I think it proved he could act... Other in a serious than, role yeah because Popeye was pure bullshit yeah. so you I think that's the terrible. idea I think it's like we've done Popeye we've done Mork and Mindy mm. yeah let's just give you something to act on just do this for do future this. references yeah. for future roles because <coughs> you look at Awakening is such a Awakening is one with um, De Niro isn't it De Niro, yeah. superb Patch fucking Adams. film great film Patch, I, I love and Patch Adams <laughs> I, I, Robin Williams has gone on to be become like legendary but yeah, maybe it was just a stepping stone. Maybe it was something that helped him progress. It's like instead of doing some acting in class in drama, right. you've gone to I do mean, a film. He, he can act. Have you ever seen uh, One Hour Photo? Yep. And that film. is a horrific film. Yeah. But you hate him. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and as we've said before, if you hate a character, they've done their job. That, yeah. They have done a brilliant job. Yeah. And he, he can play very. Si- this always say that comedians always play fucking good villains. We yeah. always yeah. say that. Yeah, they've got that macabre it's, sense to yeah. it. Yeah. Every, any comedian will always say, and I was listening to the other day again on um, Jerry Seinfeld's Comedian Cars Getting Coffee, <laughs> where they say a lot of comedians, that whole uh, tears of a clown, yeah. because they often have things that, that, to be a comedian, you often have to have shit that you just give up on, so you just fucking become funny. And Robin Williams obviously had that, otherwise he wouldn't have fucking ended up becoming how he did and then yeah. unfortunately leaving us. But he lived he had that sort of You're not gonna you can't name a comedian that you could even put close to not that he's the funniest human ever, but you can't put a comedian that's close to how he was. In that sporadic like Boom! Here's a comedian. Ah, I've got his role. There's a voice. He was one of the quickest weeks yeah, comedians. If you've ever seen the interviews that um Michael Parkinson Parkinson done, done yeah. yeah I've watched oh his doc- I watched God. the just um, couldn't keep up with him I watched yeah. the Robin Williams documentary from yes, literally yeah. and it was so moving and it was upsetting because I genuinely do love him and it was just everything he's done and some of the fucking jokes there's one and I, it, it bugs me that I can never remember it where it was an offset one that he says about um, in Morgan Mindy when he's talking to what's the lot Zanu Zanu and he says something to him and it's just Is that you, awesome? Oh yeah, but it was more calling awesome. awesome. More calling that, it might be that, yeah. yeah. Whatever it is, it's offset, and he just turns around, and he says this joke to him, and the response is "fuck you," <laughs> and you just hear him say, it, and this is like in the seventies. You're like, it's so it just it's fucking hilarious because it's at that point where you just know when you're talking to your friends, and you're like, "fuck you," <laughs> that sort of thing. And I, I love Robbie Williams for that because he 
he was able to just be him. And I have no problem with him in this film. Yeah. I just wish, to it's, me, it's, looking at this, it shouldn't be some feministic bullshit film. It's the story of the film yeah. that is lacking. It ruins it. It yeah. ruins the acting of There's, some great actors right. and actresses. It, it's like it's almost like John Irving, as the author, had some ideas and bundled them all together rather than making sense of them and even splitting them into two different movies. He's become, just from what you're saying, about, he's like, obviously you didn't choose the actors to play and actresses to play the roles or whatever. He's like this, it just seems like, from what you said about the fact he wrote the book because of such and such, he's like this spiteful little cunty kid with a magnifying glass on a mountain <laughs> of ants and he's just going, yeah, my mum was a fucking bitch, she didn't tell me shit. Yeah. Because he, I just but yeah. that's the thing, he's yeah. obviously wrote, wrote a book anger. on anger of his mum because she didn't tell him about his fucking daddy. But I also He's got think, daddy issues. That happens to women, not men. I also think because from what I've read, the book is quite well regarded. This is a very mediocre adaptation of a Which very happens well-loved quite book. Often. Yeah, it yeah. happens, but yeah. he fucking helped make it. Yeah, and, and he was so involved and acted in it. it it's just I'd get that if he didn't. It's if just he the didn't, fact fine. That, right, I could have stood for the whole two hours of the film if it had a proper ending. Yep, and there was something that you got out of it. Yeah. I was hoping. Do you know when he's like wrestling coach, mm. and I was hoping like, do you know what? They're, they're living now, and yeah. that after he met Ellen, and he's also gone full circle because yeah. he got into wrestling, got into wrestling which developed him was, into the character. Yeah, because from became, being a mummy family, he become yeah. he wanted to be manly, a boy. Yeah. If that had ended with, you know what? After meeting Ellen, she got him in that taxi. If that ended with, do you know what? He, he's living now because he's like, yeah. I've I've helped get the actual message that she wanted out, not the message that people with that that to keep cutting tongues out. If it had gone with, do you know what, I've done that and I'm I'm fine. And my message wasn't to set out to be feminist or anti-feminist. It was just to set people on the right path to help someone to keep their message going. If it ended that way and he carried on, he was wrestling coach and his one-eyed son had fucking carried on being a wrestler <laughs> and his wife has carried on teaching, Sue fucking Perb. But it was just a fucking dipshit cunt that comes up and shoots him <laughs> fucking that bit ruins the shit out of him yeah it was a, it was almost like he'd written that and he didn't know quite how yeah. to end how, his how, fantasies how can I end this how can I end this so is it's that just how like, to you yeah, yeah. It, should, should I go with a heroin overdose should I go with a getting shot I've should seen I it in raped? other films where you've seen quite a good film yeah and then the ending spoils it yeah and it yeah. spoils the whole film for you mm. because it's just like, oh, I've spent years and years developing this story. You've been never thought how to end it. Yeah, and I thought, oh, yeah, fuck right. it, this will do. Yeah, I've done so well. But Kill him. But, what yeah. we, but, but from what I can gather from what you guys are saying, the first hour and a half, hour and three quarters wasn't a particularly it, good it movie. Meanders. Anyway. Yeah, it meanders. Yeah, it does in and um, out of. There's, there's bits like he gets with, to be honest, he gets with the girl that is a bit prim and proper when he should have got with a girl that was the easy shag yeah and, <laughs> but even that Cushy or whatever her name the was whole, yeah exactly the whole bit of he sleeps with Cushy yeah. uh, on the field which is have you got any protection or that which prolongs for 10-15 minutes that's not needed that really isn't needed no. unless that is showing the misogynistic feminist part of a man just sleeping with whoever he feels like yeah 
and then going to the prostitute his mum speaks to and then oh, saying, oh, was in, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who also yeah. wasn't that nice when she was younger. Oh, God, so no. She's always looked exactly the same as when, an old woman. When, he's, when the mother said, oh, would you like to sleep with her? And he's like, well, yeah. He's like, and I'm thinking, no. Yeah. No. And again, <laughs> she, she was not a looker. Is it, that... That's what she cares, fucking famous actress. Yeah. Is yeah. that a... Is, is that the sound she makes? No, yeah. That's what she cares. That's what she cares. That's what she But is oh. that a fucking... Is that another feminist movement of, oh, this is another man paying, get, paying for a prostitute? Yeah. I'm like, is this a degrading of God? Is he writing this book because he's degrading himself now? Yeah. That he's misogynistic and he's man and women have to do it. It's like, where the fuck is this going? I turned the film off going, someone tell me what I watch. <laughs> <laughs> How can you watch a film and not... I sat through fucking three odd hours each time <laughs> fucking Lord of the Country Rings and knew what was going on. I've watched the extended films at four hours and know what's going on. How have I watched two hours something of the world according to Garp and still don't know That's true, actually. why yeah, this is going like on? Yeah. It's almost like, why was this written? What what was the purpose of It feels of like this? an angry kid wrote a book and he said, let me make a film of right. it as well. Put it this way. There are, there are novels and there are movies. Yeah. There are some some novels. novels work better as novels. Yeah. And there's some some that movies work better as movies. When you try to adapt one to the other... It doesn't I, always work. It's probably uh, why John Irving has not wrote many books I've ever fucking heard of. Side of House, Side of House rules. Now, again, you probably hate both of those, Lynn, but this is the point. Unless they're up there with a Stephen King, so, then they're not very but good. But yeah, books. but some things are better off as books, some yeah. things are better off as fucking films. I mean, I'd like to come across someone that's read the book in, for the pure fact that I'd hope they'd have some more explanation for us. Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. not put myself through reading that in case I come to the same conclusion. But this, this is. Yeah. A, Could this you imagine if you've done that? If you read yeah. that book, and I've only just this year mm. started reading. Joined and up I right. mean, <laughs> thoroughly. No, but it's only this year I started writing Joined Up Writing. I've been able to read Joined Up Writing for a little while now, at least seven months. But I can now read books and get into them, and then within a month finish them. Which for me, for the last fucking thirty-three years of my life, I've never fucking enjoyed doing. Now I can. If I read that book and it turned out the same way, I fucking hope I cut my own throat. <laughs> no tongue. Oh yeah, that's hey. it. I cut my tongue out because that's what the woman cut would your own want. Off your own penis. It's just John yeah, and yeah. As he even says in it, it's like, what are you supposed to do? Cut your own penis yeah. off. When Robin Williams says that, it's like, should I cut my own penis off then? And that's he reacts back. He's like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. If you are not, it, it's a very non-conclusive film. Yeah. That's just. Oh. I thought that was your fault then, but <laughs> it, 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 most films that end on a talking point, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, yeah well oh, what if this happened? Later. What if that yeah. happened? Where's this going? Right. But this is more like, what the fuck has just happened? Yes. It's, it's ended on a talking point. Did he the make talking it to points Boston? are half an hour before or an hour yeah, before. We're not, we're not talking about It's not a ending. positive talking point. It's a negative one. Yeah. It, it's saying that no one could come up with the actual proof of what happened next yeah. or why we've just and watched why didn't this. Why the dumb poo bitch get arrested for fucking shooting him? What happened there? Well, we don't Is see it, it. She fucked off no, her exactly. <laughs> Yeah. She got stuck in a honeypot. 
But what is, is this sort of them sort of things? You're like, so it's okay that he dies or he lives. We don't know. Yeah. We just assume he died because world according to Carp, he should be birth yeah. till death. But you're just like, hang on a second. He's still talking. It's ending that way. Is there anything of like three months later? He's still alive. Pooh was arrested because she's a piece of poo. She, that that sort of thing. It's just like, what the fuck? Where we? Where is there a part where you go? Aha, got it. Yeah. Do you yeah, know anything? This is what happens. Even a fucking M. Night Shyamalan film with their random twist that he does, you go, fuck, oh, never saw yeah. it coming, but at least it ended that way. Yeah. Six yeah, sense that people have bogged yeah. with for years. You still go, fuck, I never You weren't expecting a different end, but you still went, fuck, I didn't see yeah, that coming. That explains so it. So ended it for you <laughs> yeah. and explained why you watched that film. Okay. This does not in any way, shape or form explain why I wasted two hours of my life <laughs> watching someone who I fucking treasure as a comedian not be comedic. I'm glad I watched it though as a Robin Williams film. Oh, I'm, I'm glad yeah. that I've... I'm, I don't even know I can voice that. Well, no, because... Like, I'm not glad I wasted my life, but no, I'm... No, but, you know, we used to... I wish to, it was short so I could absorb it. What I'm trying to say is we used to wish his fire you know, Good Morning Vietnam. I'd never seen this film before. You guys had never seen this film before. Right, we've seen it now. It might be viewed as a mistake in Robin Williams' career. It may be something that was seen as a stepping stone towards what he was going to become. I, I think I'd like to see step. that. I 100% think I, I definitely think that because Robin Williams, if you look, if you take away the plot of the film and the story of the film, and you look at Robin Williams in his role, yeah. no he does nothing problem. wrong. He's a you, good actor. Yeah. You literally break it into segments. He is a uh, narcissistic because he fucking he goes from being shy to narcissistic. He fucking loves himself with that train in front of the yeah. woman. The boom, look at me. Oh, sorry, am I bothering you? To yeah. get the woman, then it's the whole sleeping in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I used to be um, totally shy, now I'm totally sexy. Yeah. He's gone from being shy. To being a sexy, to being a chauvinist, to being a loving father, yeah. to being a loving husband. Yeah. Who then shags the babysitter? Did he actually shag her? Yeah. He took yeah. her out. Yeah, yeah, no, he took her in the car. Oh. So, yeah, to being chauvinistic, <laughs> to being misogynistic, to being, again, loving, to losing his own son. To, he's gone through the stages of comedic proportion. He's literally done what every comedian does when they perform solo, they go through every emotion. Yeah. He'd done that in just this bit. So for me, it felt like, as I said, this this was just him going, what can I reach? Yeah, yeah. And how can I move on from this? He was young, and you can tell he was young, because there's a scene where he has no fucking hair on I'm his just chest. just about to say, <laughs> yeah. no, I, they shaved him because the hair comes back later. I was going to say, because oh, very They obviously wanted yeah. to make him look young, because I was yeah. like, that motherfucker's yeah. never been no, smooth. No, I think they shaved <laughs> him. He was born a fucking chinchilla. <laughs> <laughs> but he, that, I, 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 will always just believe that this film was a Ponzi stepping stone for him. Mm. It has no relevance to his yeah. career. Do you, do you think anything. it was given to him as a, a direction by his agent yeah. or something? Saying, you, you're yeah. a comedian, show him you could do something yeah. else. Here's yeah. a film yeah. for you. I've just seen this has yeah. come up. This has this come ain't up. Gonna be selling novel in the last yeah, four this years. This ain't going to be yeah. a blockbuster, but uh, it'll put you on the right yeah. course. It could be Oscar winning. Yeah. Could be you think about it. It, like any of them how many if you go back in time and you go through any of these actors that have done films that we love now and go what was their first or second film yeah and go yeah. I mean Popeye was actually shit yeah, yeah. oh terrible but people remember it because he was because he was Popeye he was and we Popeye. love him now yeah. mm. at the time it was like what the fuck is that shit yeah. 
So maybe it was, yeah. Every actor has a stepping it's, it's stone. They have to become. It's not till Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, it's oh, 1987, exactly. Yeah, and his performance in that yeah. is outstanding. And and look at look how he progressed from that. He's hilarious. Malcolm and Mindy, he was hilarious. Yeah. His stand-up shows. You then go to Good Morning Vietnam, where he's playing the comedic but yet serious. Yeah. You go to Patch Adam, mm. comedic yet serious. Then you've got things like um, Good Will Hunting, where he's more serious. Than, yeah. He is, he genuinely is that whole tears of a clown because he was fucked up behind his own mm. what he showed to us. Well, we didn't really know that till he fucking went. Did no, we? no, that's the thing. And that that's the whole thing. And I, yeah. for years, that whole saying of the tears of a clown. It's, it's true. It's Robin true. Williams. So many comedians are living this life, and they turn around and say, "Like, look at any, actually anyone, fucking anyone. How many of our famous fucking celebrities that we love in music and have killed themselves?" Yeah because they can't cope, even, no matter what they put on. Mm. I'll always say about Lincoln Park, Chester Benefield's been gone two years. Mm. That motherfucker now, I listen to his songs, he screamed every fucking year since 2000 that he needed help, but he just sounded like a good song for us emos. <laughs> he was screaming for help, but we didn't know until he died. Mm. It's, how many of the, uh, there was a song that um, Freddie Mercury done, oh, and it was Adam that told me this at work of that it was the one song that he had to quit halfway through and Brian May kind of helped finish oh, because he was um, ill and he was dying the, these are the days, days of life well, yeah. yeah he was desperately ill yeah. yeah and then yeah. there's a video where you can see where he's yeah, died he's, he, he's yeah. got he's about eight stone if but you that, look at that you know he contracted AIDS yeah. okay that that's a sexual situation that he took but you watch that that's I'm not quite, that's your fucking hero in yeah. front of you dying you see that, and that, that's the thing with Robin Williams, because it, it's, it's fucking gutting. You, you don't fucking know. On that happy note, <laughs> yeah. let's raise a glass to the fifth anniversary of his passing. Cheers, guys. Robin Williams. We have literally nothing in our glasses. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> mm. that's really really raw fucking gin in that one. <laughs> and now... Preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. So Paul, next time we're going to get together for your choice of movie. We gave you five, Jesus. five spins yeah. of the wheel. And I'm First time in history. Yeah. Could have gone a few more. We could have got a fair few more. What are you going to go with, mate? We gave you a, a few choices. Well, I've steered away from anything from the 30s and 40s. God bless you. And 50s. And 50s, yeah. <laughs> and and I think I'm going to go for a movie starring Elliot Gould. Hmm. You okay with that? Yeah, I didn't think Paul would go with that. I well, thought he was more... Articulate. I thought it would be also a bit more difficult, but you know what? I'm surprised. More challenging, glad. you know. Yeah. Well, I, I thought I'd play to the audience. Okay, mm. that's fine. Paul, Liam, Scott. We've got three more episodes to go now that will take us up to our 200th movie. It's a lot of movies. It's a lot of movies. As long as someone doesn't work that in fucking hours, because. <laughs> Can you imagine? The, yeah. the original episodes are like two or three hours long. Yeah, we've done three or four at a time. Imagine someone yeah. works out 
the hours of the films and the hours we've done recording. Yeah. It tells us yeah. a little bit like that. Say, yeah. Oh, yeah, you, we need to you've start wasted living. two months of your life. <laughs> have, we, have we wasted it? I don't think we have. We've yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. We'll, have a, we'll have a bit of celebration at the 200th movie, but... I'll tell you what, we'll have some alcohol. Sorry? Oh, shall some we? alcohol. Say that again. Some alcohol. Sadly best. We'll have some alcohol. There's a C in there. Alcohol. Okay. Oh, no word beginning with C. <laughs> what? Said I know a word beginning with C. Go on, say it. Don't look at Scott like you're scared <laughs> to say it. Like, yeah, yeah, I've got the balls, I'm looking at Scott. <laughs> Go on, say it. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, guys. See you next time. See you later. See you later. Bye. The management of this theater suggests that for the greater entertainment of your friends who have not yet seen the picture, you will not divulge to anyone the secret of the ending. Astral arms, that infernal jamboree is worse than two cats on a fence. You dudes get lost now, you hear? Good night, ladies. Good night, sir. When you fail down, try positive thinking. That's what I told the man said, don't wear a frown, try positive thinking, laugh at your troubles instead. You've got to look on the bright side, on hope so much depends, with your confidence sinking, positive thinking helps you on the way, my friend. When things look black, try Positive thinking, treat every season as spring. No glancing back, try positive thinking. Trust what tomorrow may bring. This crazy world that we live in will keep on spinning round. But with good, strong, positive thinking, we'll get together and life won't let us down. Shut up. Oh, shut up. We enjoy it.